um, what I was like going through, right? So my father was also into cycling. He was more of a touring guy. He'd do big miles and I'd do shorter ones. So when we went on like what I called my training rides, you know, like it's 15 miles, it's 25 miles. Of course, I, I had more jump than he did. But um, finally, we set up everything the way that, uh, that it was going to be for him. And we went on a bike ride. It's still the longest one I've ever done. It was 139 and a half miles. And uh, I don't even think I've walked that distance in my life. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Like it, I don't know what happened. Like we, we rode out, I guess, 65 miles. And then we turned around. And somehow, like I picked up five more on the way home or something. So um, um, anyway, on the way back, because like, I was hot, I had no shirt on. And, uh, and I was like running out of water and everything. And I got home and I beat him by a bunch like it was this like great glorious day in my life i got back from a 140 mile bike ride and i sort of you know nearly collapsed in the living room not like collapse collapse but the way you do after a good exercise and um and i just you put down. an 86 year old man in his place in a bike right marathon. that's right that's right well he was <laughs> <laughs> he was eight thousand at the time so um anyway i had no shirt on for like the ride home and my entire back was blistered the entire yeah. thing not like spotted blisters or something but there was one blister on my oh, back that covered that's... like two and a half square feet <laughs> it was enormous and sometime during the healing process i like bumped something oh, oh no. my god like the my the, uh, the whole like skin landscape of my back shifted by three inches and there was like <laughs> this earthquake created like crater coming down the like this like, like a giant two and a half inch wide scratch or something that just showed like new raw skin and then all my other skin had slid over by that two and a half inches and, and it, it was like a movie earthquake scene where this why did like, ask this question i was expecting something much less graphic <laughs> and uh I, I missed a couple days work i was busy selling shoes at the time i was like a high caliber employee Al and um yeah like Al bundy like, like Al bundy yeah man and um yeah, so that is my worst sunburn story ever. No, I was at uh, where was that? I was at Panama. I was in Panama, and uh, I got I got pretty bad. Like you know, nothing like that. But you know, mm-hmm. the the my nose was had blisters on it, and like the top of my shoulders did, and you know my my shoulders did. But I've never had that horrid horrid experience that you just discussed that sounds like something out of a horror movie that's bad sounds like you fucking snake shed skin or some shit my entire summer my nose would be perma blisters right so i was a lifeguard on the ocean right on the beach not on the ocean that would be a fish or something but uh um, i was like a baywatch type thing and sun would just hit me nonstop. And, and as much as i would like put suntan lotion and things on my nose i could not stop my if you don't know your nose has two things working against it one it it sticks out right as opposed to like a, a vertical surface and the other the um, rays reflect off your sunglasses and kind of bounce right on your nose so it's tricky Anyway, um, so I'd put lotion on it. I couldn't stop it. And pretty much all summer long for years, I would like chip pieces of nose off. Like, it yeah. was, like I had hard, solid skin on my nose. Is that why you always see lifeguards with, like the white shit on their face? Yeah, yeah. Because that's the only stuff that really protects you from, you know, from the kind of sun that your nose gets. And just like, recently. Fisher hats protect you against that? Fisherman hats? I guess you know, it, it'd it'd have to be like brown a... Bills. I, I used to wear something like that, but I rocked it, right? I, 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 it was a time in my life where I could make a freaking Viking hat look sexy. Like, that, is, that was the day. Viking hats aren't sexy? <laughs> this is getting... We could probably change the topic. This is getting not only gross, hat. but homoerotic. 
fashion tips. I got to go and cancel an eBay order here. <laughs> but um, goddamn sexy, I could put anything. Dude, here's where I'm taking. I had so much sun during those years. Now I'm on the other side of it, like the decline, sort of. You know uh, what happens when you abuse your body as a younger guy? And I'm sir. I'm having these like cancerous moles oh. removed from my back. So I, I had four taken off. Two of them proved to be like precancerous or something. So they came back and removed a chunk of my back that is the size of like, you know how every so often you get one of those larger than average peanut M&Ms? That's about how much back they took away. Ouch. And uh, yeah, so um, I don't know how you make that story hot. I, I might be able to show you like a... No, no, you're good. You know, now I've got to actually go. I don't know why I wasn't watching you anyway. Let's see this thing. Am I, am I getting it? Is he taking his shirt off? No, I'm, I'm pretty sure that's where we're headed. <laughs> All right, Make massage, it yeah. massage his back a little, Kyle. See if we can get some more stuff off of him. Where do we, there we go. Ah, do you see stitches? I can't hold the shirt off that much. <laughs> I'm looking at the camera. It's delayed by a few seconds. Oh, I didn't get it at all. <laughs> Shucks. Well, that's all you guys get. I'm not taking yeah, my shirt off I, of you. I, I don't want anymore. I'm, I'm happy. <laughs> I'm sort of wondering why my stream isn't kicking off. I fit start broadcast. And <laughs> Somebody broadcast in the game. chat wrote, what? You were a lifeguard? You never told us. <laughs> that's, uh, yeah. Maybe that's what he living out his golden years. Yeah, that's those were good days, baby. Those were good days. I had a Camaro in high school. I had like three different girlfriends. What do you do now? <laughs> I, I, I pick up trash for a living. <laughs> oh, I need a little but I, I, I tuned into the stream so I could see you now. You are awfully red. What is that green crotch decoration you're wearing? Is oh, anybody on my yeah, stream actually seeing? So let me explain what happens here. This is the father side of me. I, I will get to the green crotch decoration in a moment. Uh-huh. My daughter made me these friendship bracelets that you can see in the stream here. And uh, for guys listening in their car, one is kind of orange and brown, and the other is like pink, green, and white. And she's like, you know, hey, dad, I made these for you. And I'm like, oh, cool. You know, and I put on this friendship bracelet. It's like a bonding thing. And, uh, you know, I'm thinking I'll wear these until they fall off. And and that'll be that. Right. I'll have done my sort of parenting thing wearing bracelets that are, you know, less than fully masculine. But whatever. You know, it's a father daughter thing. Dude, it's been like four months I've had these damn bracelets on. They won't come off at all. I've, I've taken Brazilian jiu-jitsu lessons. I've freaking wrestled FPS Russia behind a Denny's. These bracelets are in – like they, they won't remove. They're, they're stuck on here. I'm going to turn 70 years old again with these bracelets. And um, now my son. My son got something called an ugly doll. And I'll, I'll show it on the camera here. This. So um, – um, and it, it's the same kind of thing. He's like, Dad, would you wear this? And I'm like, yeah. And now I'm not quite sure like how to unwear it. I'm not quite sure how to, how to remove this thing. Like, maybe, uh, you should, maybe you should gift it to him. Hmm, maybe you should be like, now you wear it for three months. Dude, I, you have to understand, Like, we drove home from New Jersey and I'm wearing this thing. And I'm like, you know picking up windshield wipers at the auto store i'm going to walmart you know we, we ate at uh, wendy's and i'm rocking this like child's toy from my belt the entire time and uh, that's i don't know on one hand it's like totally not very macho to, to hang stuffed animals from yourself on the other hand like in my head anyway it goes around full circle it's like f you yeah i got it i got a stuffed animal hanging from my belt 
you got an issue with that? I have no issue. Like, it, it's like the, the manly version of wearing pink. Like, you know, yeah, I'm freaking so bold that I have no problem with this outfit. And here I am, like, in a dress. So, yeah. You know, you the, thing that, the thing this would be the first time I ever streamed. I'm having trouble here. <laughs> I would have the same trouble. I hate, I hate tech stuff. I hate trying to get that shit figured out. I remember... I remember trying to... I still have to put my banner back on my channel. All right. Well, I mean, that's a little different, but... <laughs> <laughs> One thing, I don't I have to... I have to my banner back on my channel. Shucks. I have to keep reloading my stream to keep the comments current. Like, this is what I discovered. My, my live streams get a lot of comments, right? Like, the last one I did got over 70,000 comments. That's a lot. And uh, well, at first, I, I was mad because the comments would be like an hour and a half behind the game. And I'm playing Skyrim. And for those of you who don't know, I'm freaking ridiculously bad at Skyrim. Well, I'm getting slightly more competent. I mean, I've got whatever, like 10, 12 hours in the game now. But I started off insanely incompetent. And uh, people would give me advice in the stream, like, no, 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 go behind the waterfall, get the thing. Dude, I had left that waterfall an hour ago, and the comments were still rolling in. You know, go behind the waterfall, go behind the waterfall. So you have to hit F5 in your browser, and then you get comments that are, you know, related more to, like, what's going on. Like, someone said he's laughing his ass off right now. For all I know, we were funny, like, five minutes ago. <laughs> and, I, and I don't know why he's laughing. But uh, yeah, you got to reload the stream a bunch. So I, I actually told... haven't had a chance to play any Skyrim yet. I, I, I've meant to. I haven't oh. bought it yet. Dude, I bought Skyrim, like, on its release day, and then it sat in a wrapper for almost a month on my table because I you know, I was so into Call of Duty. And eventually it was like, you know what, I'm going to play more games than just Call of Duty, and that's what I do. I still play COD, uh, I played it today. Let me, get, let me give a, a little thing here. If you're on my stream and you're watching, you have to go to 480p for the peer. For some reason, that's the only one that will show up. Okay. <sighs> Somebody said your hairline is gorgeous. Dude, they constantly talk about my hairline. They never stop. <laughs> it's all about my hairline. It's, it's, I don't know. Like, at first, I thought it was like an insult and then I, like a compliment. And, and they, you know, they, they, they are just loving my hairline all the time. And I don't know why. Like, I, it, it's kind of a normal hairline, right? Like, it's like everybody else's hairline. I just, for those of you, if you've never seen me or what I look like, I have a regular person's hairline. I feel lucky. I feel lucky because I'm, you, could you know, look like wings. I'm 7,000 years old and I have roughly my high school hairline. Like it's, it's really not much different. So, uh, yeah. People out there that's not looking at my stream, you're about to see something horrible. Let me show you this. <laughs> well, I'm definitely not going over there now. <laughs> <laughs> I am. I have to see. You, you failed to sell me on that one. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I don't have any related channels. Wings used to be in my related channels. I'm you. You still in my thing? It's just I, YouTube sucks. Oh, it must be this layout. It must be because I'm in my live stream layout that that I'm not on your like. Yeah. You know, when you live stream, it changes your layout. Yeah, that's what it looks for a 25 year old that doesn't have a woody hairline. Hey, it's, is my mic coming in too loud? No, it's not. Hey, it's most complaining. You just turn your fucking speakers down, motherfucker. <laughs> you sound great to me. I, I've heard other guys. <laughs> They're telling me behind the waterfall right now. Oh, for people asking how old my water, my daughter is, she is 12. She's 12 years old. And like to me, 12 years old is kind of a little early for you guys to say some of the things that you say. <laughs> <laughs> right? Like, I think you're exempt from that talk. Like, when you're 17, oh, I bet you, when you're 18, 
it's open season, right? When you're 18, you know, it, it's you know, wh- whatever. Like it, it's people are, um, I, I don't know. They're in their adulthood years when you're somewhere in between like, you know, 14 and 17, I can kind of see you maybe thinking things that if you're in that peer group, but 12, Lay off. She's 12. She's 12 for credit. 12. One, two, baby. One, two. Like, how are you saying the things you're saying about a 12 year old? Woody, I, I kind of find that you were being a little insensitive here. Back in your teenage years, then they used to marry at 13? <laughs> maybe, maybe you bring up a good point. Uh, what was I going to say? I had, I had something else to say. Oh, 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 dude. So my, um, my brother-in-law, I, I saw him over the, the holidays, and he... Um, he like was telling me about the students that he teaches. So he teaches in a disadvantaged school system up in New Jersey. And uh, he was telling me about like the sex issues they had there. Now, mind you, these kids are like his uh, school peaks out at 12 years old, right? So it peaks out at 12 years old right now. They had to shut down the slide. The slide was one of those like covered tube type slides, you know, that's like dark for a millisecond and then you pop out the other side. And uh, what would happen is the the boys and girls would go in the slide and start, like, doing sexual things to each other in the slide. And then they'd slide out the bottom together and, like, straighten up all their clothes and, like, belt their put their belts back on and and you know like they had to like board it up now there's like plywood blocking the entrance and the exit of the slide because yeah, uh man. yeah uh, because I'm, of that i'm i'm a, i should be labeled a sex offender i just imagine like a 12 year old voice that hasn't even dropped yet be like hey becky suck my dick or something like that. dude that's <laughs> Jesus Christ. that's about what's going on. dude he had an eighth grader an eighth grader with two kids two kids huh? two kids you know, I'm just, maybe it I'm was just a, throwing this out I'm just throwing this out there. I'm looking at some uh, age of consent laws, you know, globally. Uh, 12 is legal in the Vatican, Mexico, Zimbabwe. Oh, the freaking Vatican. And, uh, they only do that to protect themselves, right? There's a bunch of priests up in the Vatican like, dude, don't raise it. What's What the hell's wrong with you, John? Is he, you, know, did, did, you know, whatever their names are, John or the Paul, you know, they all got those Christian names. Like, uh... You know, Paul, don't you don't you raise the age of consent? You know, that could turn around and bite me in the ass. That's what they're <laughs> thinking in the Vatican. Oh, and Angola. So <laughs> and one of those places. I think American you know, Indians were like married and having kids at fourteen. Oh yeah, well, popping them out. Did they do they really have like age of consent laws in Nigeria? Yes they do, thirteen. Although it's illegal to have <laughs> homosexual sex of any kind. Kyle keeps this as a pocket like, reference in his wallet. No, no, no I'm looking right? at this on Wikipedia. Like this, half, he's half not on Wikipedia. He just pulled this thing out. He keeps it next to his credit card. I it's have kind an of, app. <laughs> <laughs> it's an iApp, exactly. He Dude, pulls this I'm, thing out. I might need to get on that. That, that would be an app. Dude, that would be an amazing idea for an iPhone app. We did, oh, you should hook up with an iPhone developer for $1. Like age of consent laws across, around well, the world. For all you pedophiles out there... Libya has no laws against sex, so you need not want to go there. Really interesting. Well, I spe- uh, they're, they're kind of in a neither does Iran. Not right now. Oh, Iran definitely has some laws, man. Like, let's not. I'm, I'm going by what this graph right here is giving me. I'm this not, says I'm not, you must be married. married. There, there's no age of consent, but you must be married. So if you want to get married at ten, you can bang the shit out of that ten-year-old. But there, yeah. all all homosexual sex is illegal. No girl on girl. No guy on guy. I'm just going by age of consent law on Wikipedia, and it says 
no law, gray. And Libya and Iran are both gray. And I think Congo. Hmm. But who the hell's having sex in Congo, eh? Dude, everybody's having sex in Congo. Everybody's having sex in yeah, Congo. Yeah, nobody says no in Congo. That's the beauty yeah. of Congo. <laughs> you go to the Congo, you getting some. You know, I, I feel like this it's going well. Let's let's start the show. Let's do an intro. Wings, you got it? I got a question. Why do we start the show anymore? I don't know. We, we should just well, lead with the show. Because now the thing is about live streaming the show, like the whole notion of a pre-show doesn't really exist anymore because YouTube doesn't listen to me. YouTube doesn't say like, oh, Woody wants to start now. You know, we'll publish this part of it. No, dude, it's going to publish the whole I damn thing. We, I thought we just got the intro. I'll just keep rolling with it. All right, we'll God damn it. We'll keep rolling with it. Very good. Hey, I got a question for Wings of Redemption. This is something I thought of in advance. Are you ready? Oh, no. It's not bad. It's not bad at all. Hypothetical situation. You are a manager, and, and Jordy works for you, right? Wings works for you. How do you manage you? How do you get the most out of, out of Wings? Holy shit. Damn, you should, get, you should hit me up. There's some pre. <laughs> Let's see. I know I like to show out, but I'll also like to sit on the ass. <laughs> so if I was magic myself, I would think like myself. So no, 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 no. You're not managing you. You are like I guess you're giving advice to your manager, right? What? How do you get the most out of out of you? Put me in a position where I can ask other people to do work. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Because me, I'm really good at telling people what to do, but I'm really bad at showing them. (laughs) (laughs) So giving me like you know. Line foreman, you know, <laughs> just just make me the boss of a certain section uh-huh. and give me like three or four motherfuckers that are very obedient. I will give you production quality numbers. So instead of any actual work, you think you'd be a good slave driver? Yes, like I, if I had the whip and they were on the like the uh, the slave stick, I could get you. I could get you two or three monuments out. What is a slave? <laughs> God, what's so a, a slave whip, stick? Uh, oh, a slave stick! Oh, I, a slave stick is a device they used in Egypt on the uh, slaves. What it basically is is two pieces of rope tied to a tree trunk. It's like a, a, p- a section of tree trunk about four feet long. And what they would do is, if a guy would keep falling down, they would tie him to the slave stick. They put the one end of the noose around his neck, and they put the other end around the neck of the guy in front of him, working or beside him. That way, if he fell down again, he would break his neck. Cool. That and kill the person beside him as well, because obviously the tree trunk's got the extra weight. But that's the idea behind it. You, see, you ever heard "lash to the slave stick"? No, no. I've never heard that. That's the horrible thing. That's how they that's how they used to roll back in the day. Them Jews were getting messed up. God damn. That's yeah. That. Yeah, all right. So, yeah, how, how do I how do I get the most out of you, Woody? Yeah. <laughs> <Jesus> Christ. <laughs> you know, my I was going to say before we got to the slave stick that what Wings wanted was pretty close to my last job, right? You know, they they give me a team, I'd you know, send them in the right direction, I'd whatever figure out how the work was to be done and assign it to people with the appropriate skill sets and rock it. Uh, the other thing about me is that I consider myself kind of high performance, high maintenance, right? 
What bosses love is low maintenance, high performance. They love it when guys just sort of, you know, crank away forever and ever and not ask for things in in reply or in response. Me, I'm like, you know, look, I recognize the corporate policy is everybody gets one computer, but I'm fucking Woody's gamertag and I'll be taking two. And uh, and that's just how I rolled. Like I had I had two computers. I had, you know, like yes, I get it, one monitor, but not for me. I'm more productive with two monitors. Don't you think that's better? And I I had two monitors. <laughs> I you know I, I got promoted at a rate faster than than all my peers. And part of it was you know getting work done. And another part of it was like hey, I require a steady stream of promotions to keep me happy. And and that's that's how we rolled it. So um. Yeah, you know, gotta, how do you get a lot admit, out of me? Two, monitor, two monitors is like made my life happier. It's better, isn't it? It's better. Yeah, I just it? recently went up to two monitors and I'm sitting there thinking like, how many years did I waste? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, man, two monitors is the way to go for sure. It, uh, I think about putting a third one in. <laughs> I, I'm torn on third, right? It's not that expensive. You know, a monitor is like $200, which is, you know, I'm not going to say it's like free or anything, but... But you got to accommodate the space. Like, I'd have to build a desk to put a third one in. That's the thing. Now, I have a I have a really big desk, but I have to ask myself, like, do you appreciate this glorious expanse of, you know, elbow room and papers, and I've got another computer over there and things like that, or do you want another monitor? Even with two monitors, I find I have one that's kind of my primary, the one I'm really looking at, and the other one that's off to the side, like the Skype in case somebody writes, or... You know, the web pages that I'm not actively reading or something like that. Like, I have one monitor I'm really devoted to and another that's a secondary. What would I do with the tertiary monitor? See, that, yeah. see me right now, I have 15 li- links open on two different monitors. And I could probably subsidize that to a third monitor, which would be like Skype, Twitter, and stuff. I just constantly look at this updating. Uh, see, I, I, I don't need that much. I've got one monitor. It's, it's a really big monitor. I guess it's like, I don't know, 24, 26 inches, something like that. But like you know, right I got, now, I, I got fifty got, inches of retail, Kyle. What yeah, you got? that's silly. I just need. I've got my Facebook. I got my Twitter. I've got a YouTube link, and I've got Ice Films where I stream videos. And then you know, Skype doesn't need to be open. Yeah, now look, what is my Ice Kyle? Films? Ice Films where you steal movies from. Look, Kyle, yeah. don't you take that? What you do is you take that in your Chrome, pull it over to your next monitor. That way, you can watch your movie the entire time while you're over here doing something else. So you I, don't have to click oh, onto I, it. I, I was I, sure I, Ice I, Films I was going to be like motherless.com times two i was sure like it was like you know yeah i've got my facebook my twitter and snuff films like that's that's just how i roll <laughs> yeah those are the snuff films they pass their heads in with blocks of ice good stuff ice film check it out no i think the, the, the way to get me to work honestly and this is gonna sound silly but it's to go ahead and, and like give me more than i deserve and have me like earn it if that makes sense like well, that must be I, nice I find when I work with companies and, and they go ahead and like take the first step and they give me a bunch of stuff and they don't and they don't really say you know do this for us do that for us they just give me a bunch of stuff or do something for me then I in the back of my head I feel like I owe them something so I help I, you know I do more for them than I probably would have if we just said hey I'll do this and you do that I notice I work harder if I'm doing well like if my channel's getting a thousand subs a day I want to make good videos but if I'm getting fifty subs a day. I lose heart in it. It's like, oh, that kind of deal. I, I hear you. I professionally, I, and I wonder if everybody does this. Like I, 
would go through highs and lows. And it's not that I would just, like, my lows were really horrible or anything. But there would be times where I was rocking. I was the super me. I was working till you know, late at night. I'd have giant teams. All of us were motivated and happy and charging forward. And there would be other times where it's like, yeah, I can't wait for the weekend. You know, I'm working. But, uh, you know, I'm really concerned about the weekend. <laughs> you, I zone out for about an hour when I first get here. I do another two hours after lunch. <laughs> yeah, you know, like uh, I'm getting my stuff done, but I'm making time for Reddit as well. You know that that'll happen. So, anybody hear about the Zerk Riz kicking his dog? No, what happened? I, I just somebody just sent me says, "What do you guys think about Zerk Riz kicking his dog?" Can we get a link to this? You got to be careful oh. about that stuff, dude. So many people will send like fake messages. You know, like uh, one thing that happens to me a lot, and I almost. I shouldn't even say this because it's just going to happen more now that I brought it up. But I'll be like live streaming and they'll be like, Woody, can you believe what Chris Smoove said about you? What did Chris Smoove really say? Nothing. Nothing. Chris Smoove doesn't talk about other commentators. See, nothing yeah, happened. It's all good. I don't, I don't believe stuff until I see a comment here. Exactly. You know, you show me a link or you GTFO because a lot of times people will just say stuff in the chat that uh, that's not born out of truth. It, it's craziness. So I know we just mentioned Zerg Riz kicking his dog, but be advised. But it's unconfirmed at this moment. Yeah, that's allegedly. <laughs> Who cares if he kicked his, kick his fucking dog? Zerg <laughs> deserved it. Apparently, somebody named Rob Brine. I mean, I mean, who am I to judge someone kicking a dog? We've done prank phone calls where we ask people if we could buy their puppies to have them stomped by naked women in high heels. All right, I, I what you know say, about puppy stomping? I've actually <laughs> shot a dog before, so it's all good. Who hasn't shot a dog? I need dog to refresh no my comments. Let me go ahead and throw the story out there before I get be, be labeled a dog racist. What happened when we were coon hunting? Racist. A dog racist. A squirrelist. <laughs> You're a squirrelist. Go on. Raccoon hunting, and the dog got got into a fight with the raccoon, and it cut his belly open, and he was going to die anyway. All right. Well, raccoon's got sharp make, claws. I just think dogs make good targets. I, I just shoot them. Dude, just, I, <laughs> so my wife and I were brainstorming about um, FPS Russia videos, right? Because, you know, he, he usually shoots zombies, and we're like, well, what else could he shoot? And my wife... She's like puppies. I can totally see this, right? Like, you know, you have you have puppies all lined up. They're, like, cute and adorable. And, you know, like, this puppy, this puppy is a killer. I can see it in his eyes. He won't grow up well. We're going to kill him. And then, like, work it all out and, and do it. And then at the moment of impact, it becomes obviously, like, a stuffed animal. And the cotton goes, like, flying in the <laughs> air like a girl's slumber party, like, fantasy. Am I alone on this one? I don't know if this, this analogy is working for other people. But, but, like, the feathers fly everywhere. And then, you know, it's like, yeah, that puppy's dead. Like, that, that's, that's my idea for a Russia video. Here's an idea for a Russia video. Have him shoot the Fox News Network anchor people. All right, God <laughs> like damn it. Dress Nick Profit! <laughs> Fox News alone. It ain't got to be nothing nice. It could be a zombie that has, like, a name. Sean Hannity stroked over his chest. <laughs> I got imagination. <laughs> Um, Whatever happened to Combs? They used to be Hannity and Combs. They got rid of Combs. They kicked his ass out the door. Yeah, they did. Correction. They did. They found like the weakest, meekest lib- liberal, right? And meanwhile, Hannity's got like facts spewing in his ears from a whole team. Combs is out there on his own, doing his best to stand up to the guy with the louder mic. And they're like, ah, this is too close to a fair fight. <laughs> we got to get rid of the liberal. And now it's just Hannity rocking solo. Poor Combs is out of there. Yeah, not watching Fuck this corner, nothing. <laughs> Dude, you want to talk about who's going to be president? 
Who's going to be the next win? Who's going to win the next election? Oh man, that feek is that that field is pretty if, weak. If you, know, if, I, if you go I, by political ads, it looks like Ron Paul. All right, <laughs> it's not going to be Ron Paul. Obama will beat Ron Paul. That's that's just the. Uh, and honestly, I think I would probably vote for Obama before I would vote for Ron Paul. Why? And here is why. Like I, I like I, I'm all for the libertarianism. I'm all for all that stuff. It, it's great. It mm-hmm. like ninety percent of of and we've been having this discussion at my house a lot. Ninety percent of what Ron Paul's for is great. I love it. Smaller government, you know, mind your own fucking business. Cut all these government waste. Small, small government. You know, liberties. All that shit. It's great. And then he starts talking about Iran and how we just need to mind our own business and it'll work itself out. And, like, don't even worry about it when it seems to me like you have a maniac over there, like, You know, swearing. Poland said that same shit. <laughs> it's yeah, funny, right? Kyle, because <laughs> I agree with the first half, and then all my reasons are the opposite, right? Like, I like 90% of what Ron Paul says, but the things that I don't like are the things that you do like. So, so here's the thing, right? Smaller government. In, pra- in theory, that sounds really great. But I also love that the meat comes to my house unspoiled. I also love that like the FDIC is there. So if my bank goes out of business, I still get my money. I also love that um, if you know the local coal plant or something you know, is regulated to prevent the pollution from spewing out of the, the towers. You ask Ron Paul what his plan is like for that. And he's like, oh, well, you have property rights. So if the like whatever poison coming out of a power plant lands in your yard then you can personally sue the power plant for damages and you'll be set. Right? Yeah, and I'm like, what well, that? Here's my what if you're choking on fucking dude, like, it, it, like, waste? You and say you like that, about, but hold on no, no, a second. The wait, 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 works wait. out most of those issues. You, you talk about the spoiled meat. How much longer is fucking Tyson Chicken going to be in business if they start sending out spoiled meat? <clears> but you the, don't the, have to regulate them to the, fact, to the point where chicken is as expensive as it is, you don't but have to do that. I hear what you're saying. And and on the meat thing, maybe kind of, right? Because, like, what if it was a more subtle poison, like lead in paint? You know, where, yeah. like, it, it's... DuPont like, goes right out of business if they start putting lead back in their paint. They're not going <laughs> to do it. Well, yeah, but, uh, w- like, the detection of it, right? Like, if you have a government who says, you know what, we think there could be a problem here, you need to stop today, that's that. If it's... You know, consumers like it, the problem with this, like you stand up for yourself and you'll be fine, is that I feel powerless compared to DuPont. You know, I'm going to sue DuPont for it, better yet for decades. People could not win a court case against a cigarette company. They couldn't do it. Right. It was obvious that cigarette companies were doing things to make their cigarettes as addictive as possible. And they weren't doing everything they could to make them safe. People were dying all the time. And even in the 80s, they were saying cigarettes don't really cause cancer, right? That's kind of, you know, a gray area. Scientists aren't quite sure. And you could not win a case against a cigarette company because they would just draw it out, make it as expensive as you possibly could make it. I think it's and then so offer you a settlement. that people sue the cigarette companies, though. It, I the only that people shit. that ever won a case against the cigarette company was the government, and that was in the 90s under Clinton. And, and it was <clears> bullshit. <throat> Why? Sh- like, like, they're fucking selling cigarettes. How stupid are you that you don't know that it causes cancer? Okay, and, and I hear you on that. But take that same, you know, kind of difficulty in small person against large person and make it an energy company, right? Make it like so, a... Hang on. You're kind of twisting it here because, in, in my opinion... The consumer stands no case against the cigarette company. It's like suing McDonald's because you got fat. 
Right, no I hear shit. you. I hear you. But what, what, the reason I brought that out as an example is that when you're a little guy suing a big guy, it is really difficult to win. So well, I if get you. You know, you kind of know what you're getting into with cigarettes, right? You know, it, maybe but see, not. It's not a good comparison because if you're suing the cigarette company, you're not in the right. Of, you shouldn't be able to win a, a case against a cigarette company. <laughs> but the tactics that the cigarette companies would use, making the case as expensive as possible and drawing out the case as long as you can, would work also for like your local coal burning plant or whatever. And they would make it really, really difficult. If, if they're putting poison in your water and you're suing them as an individual, good luck. It's going to be super hard to win. And they can't let you win because once that precedent is set, then everybody will start beating them. And you ever that, <laughs> yeah, that was a really tough case, and that was an unusual case. But back on topic, that is why I like the EPA to sort of help me out with this thing, right? The EPA tests my local river and makes sure that uh, you know that there's no poison in there, that I'm not getting abused by some you know fertilizer company up the road. That so I like Ron Paul, but I do also like a little bit of government regulation in terms of like you know environmental protection and things like that. But, um, you know, there. On the other hand, I'm against you on the Iran thing, right? Like, we don't need to be the world's policemen. Let them sort it out. You know, they'll all deal with it. We we have more trouble by sticking our nose in every fight. What do we do if they attack? What do we do if they attack Israel? I'm I'm just wondering what your opinions on that. What do we do if they launch a full-on nuclear attack against Israel? God will protect Israel. Or um, the more likely scenario, what do we do when? The Israelis find out that, yes, in fact, the Iranians do have a nuclear missile. They are arming it. Then they attack, and then the Iranians counterattack with, with like, one they didn't know about. Like, like, what's the appropriate action there? Do we leave Israel, our only ally in the Middle East, to fend for themselves and, like, let them be destroyed? I, I hear you. I'm trying to figure out this, like, cognitive dissonance, this disconnect, right? Because you're saying, like, for an American and you're spoiled meat, F you. You're on your own. It'll take care of itself. But if you're not American, then we should be out there protecting you, making sure that your neighbors aren't causing you any trouble. I'm gonna look at this as a tactic. There are military allies. We're not and, and we're talking about you're talking about a, a case of incompetence, not where I mean there's no meat companies out there who are saying, Yes, put the mercury in. More mercury. They're <laughs> not doing that. They're just you no, know, they maybe are. by But not, not like that. It's not like they're active. I'm, I'm sorry. I'm not. I'm not saying what if Iran has substandard practices and a nuclear missile falls out and <laughs> accidentally drops on you know Israel. I'm talking about if they target Israel and fire a missile at them. I'm they saying are, the know, world is a I, harsh I, place, and you do not get to live under the umbrella of American protection. We can't afford it. It, it is how every empire has collapsed throughout history. They overexpand and then they find themselves weak and vulnerable. And that is exactly yeah. the playbook that we're following right now. Well, that's what the British Empire did. Have you ever looked at a map of what the, the British, British Empire, Empire, the Roman Empire, the Egyptian Empire, the Ottoman British Empire, the Turkish Empire? Like back, the, back in my day, the Mongoloids did it too. <laughs> yeah, those fucking Mongoloids. Oh my god! Uh, but, but all right, but you do ha- you I told have to Attila. That, Go on. You have to agree that like you have allies out there, and you expect them to come to your aid when you need them. And in the same hand, you should come to theirs. There's a reason, you know that 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 we. We fight these wars. It's 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 about democracy and it's about our interests worldwide. You can't just let someone crush your allies. If someone attacked the United States, I would expect the UK to come in. If somebody ex- attacked the UK, hell, I would sign up. I would go fight in a war if someone was was attacking the United Kingdom or if someone was attacking, you know, one of our allies, you know, in Europe. So so, so why why is Israel 
supposedly the bad guys when all they they just want the little piece of land there. I'm with you on the having military allies thing. The thing about Israel is it feels like a really one-sided relationship, right? We give, they take. That's it. Like I don't see Israel giving United States very much. I think they're they're on the receiving end just all the time. I bet you're forgetting about the religion aspect here as well, because the fact is, tactically, you should lose Israel. Like, if I was playing StarCraft and all my bases on one side <laughs> and my expansions over there, and I take the roots over Back to the, the roots. I'm letting that base go to cut my losses. Israel is not an expansion in fucking StarCraft, goddammit. Let's break it down to game return. <clears throat> yeah, exactly. You gotta, you gotta add up the religious factor. Because yeah. half, the, half the Congress is a Christian religion. Probably over half, probably 80%. And they're going to go over there just because that's God's country. And they're going to protect God's country. Why do you think we won't have allies of Israel to begin with? They, they give us nothing. But the fact is, we have God's country under our umbrella of safety. We're trying to hold a flag in the middle of their spawn. It's a terrible yes, idea. Exactly <laughs> but the fact is, I do not agree with your say of letting them sort it out themselves. Because that's what England, Poland, and France did to Germany. And they all got took over. Yeah, you, you let them take you out one at a time. Oh, they won't mess with us. They just want to. They just want to go over there and mess with the the polls. All right, you Kyle, know, let them have poll. Your prediction: Who's the Republican nominee? Um, it's it. I don't see how it could be anyone but Rip Mitt Romney. And the the only thing that Mitt Romney has going against him is a lot of the evangelicals don't like a Mormon. And mm. um, what I know about the Mormon religion, it does seem a bit kooky. It seems a little bit like old school Scientology, but um. Not in practice, but in, you know, the sort of silly kind of made-up religion that, that it seems to be to me. Maybe I'm wrong. Don't want to be bigoted toward the race, the, to, toward the religion. But that's just what it seems to me. I want to correct me. Go ahead. But, Mormons have magic underwear. Have you ever seen it? They have fucking magic underwear. All right? Thank you. <laughs> God damn it. I'm glad somebody jumped in here with me. Yeah. All right. So the religion. Like Milwaukee, too. If, if Mitt Romney was a Catholic, a uh, if, if he were a Jew, if he were, you know, um just uh, a, 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 a Christian. Hell, probably if he were an atheist, he would have much more backing when it came to the evangelicals. But the fact that he's a Mormon, that, you know, some people aren't going to back him. Other than that, he has flip-flopped on issues. But, hell, the guy was the fucking uh, from Massachusetts, all right? You've got to go back and forth and say what people want to say if you're in what's pretty much the most liberal state in the fucking country. It's right there with Cali. So I got no issue with his flip-flopping. People hammer him about that. He looks the part, he speaks the part, and he's a very smooth public speaker. And I think it's about time we had a president who's a good, smooth public speaker. Wait, Obama's a good public speaker. (laughs) It doesn't matter how you sound. It doesn't matter how you sound if you're you're just talking. Well, wait a minute. You said it's about time we had a good public speaker. And it's like, well, all right, you might not like... You know what he has to say, but he's a good public speaker. Most Republicans. Let me just say this. That. I mean, Germany had a really good public speaker too. I mean, I would, <laughs> oh. Let me just say this. You know who the best public speaking politician of all time, in my opinion, was? You know, in modern history, so that we got recordings. It's fucking Hitler. Now, let me just be clear on this. Hitler's a fucking monster. He's burning in hell, getting fucked by eight demons right now. He's a piece yeah, of shit. Yeah, but he also took a country that lost World War One, brought them back from the brink, gave them jobs, and made them almost conquer the world. That's right, a pretty I'm good not, leader. No, no, I'm not <laughs> talking about that. No, I don't. I'm not endorsing what he just said. Yeah, but the, but the fact is that that's, that's signs of a strong leadership. The <laughs> fact I'm he was saying, fucking off his rocker and crazy as a bad shit out of hell. It's that's not two his different things. I, his leadership was pretty poor. His motivational skills were what were amazing. 
the guy like I and, watch and, and, and morale wins war. I watch yeah, it does. I watch Hitler's speeches on like History Channel and even on YouTube. Pull one of those up. And I don't speak German, but that guy's up there and he's like he's pounding his fists and he's shaking his head and he's just looking at you like, Yeah, I ain't going chan chan He's not doing the Obama thing where he goes, Well, <sighs> here in America, read on the paper. We like beliefs. <laughs> I hate I can't stand watching Obama's speech. I think George Bush was a better speaker than Obama. What? 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 I- I will say this about some of George Bush's speeches. All right, now, now here, here's the issue with George Bush's public speaking. Very well written, I feel like. Very mm-hmm. poorly delivered at times. He wasn't, they weren't always pub, badly delivered. Uh, if you look at somebody like Rick Perry, he has a hard time speaking at all. And it's not because he's dumb. It's just public speaking is a difficult skill. I mean, you, me and you talked about this earlier. You know, sometimes we have people call into the, the podcast here, and they really just fall apart. They're like, uh I, I, um, oh God, I'm Jimmy, and, you know, they fall apart. Not everybody can speak in front of, you know, 5,000 people, much less 300 million people. So, Rick Perry's terrible at it. I think George Bush is definitely a better public speaker than Rick Perry, and I think some of, some of the time, some of his speeches are better than some of Obama's speeches. For the most part, Obama's one of the most charismatic speakers we've had in a long time. I just think he's full of shit 90% of the time. He'll just, and I mean, even even liberals will. If, if you look at the things he promised you, not many of them came true. You know, it's it's just on and on. We'll give you this. We'll give you that. You know, his whole thing. I remember I saw I saw a YouTube video today. It was called Obama Let's hear tells the specifics. Um, it was there was a, there was a video I saw today. It was like Obama tells eight lies in two minutes, and it was funny. And, and he goes through it, and and one of them was like, you know, every piece of legislation. You will uh, will will sit on my desk for five days so the American people can read it before I sign it. You know, the other one was like, I missed um, that one. You know, all all spending bills will um, will uh, you know will 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 list the companies who are there to benefit from them, and the American people will know who their representatives are voting for, whether it's them or if it's a or if it's a corporation. Um, you know, all all bills will be will be done in the open. No more of this behind closed doors silence. And and if you think about how like the the healthcare bill was done, literally behind mm-hmm. closed doors, it was like the energy you know. bill under Bush. Do you want to do a yeah. whole new topic? Yeah, sure. All right, but but in closing, mm-hmm. I feel like I feel like the candidate who my favorite candidate out of all of them was Herman Cain before he just fell apart. I don't know what the fuck, Jesus Christ, or who the fuck in that case. I got a yeah, new topic. <clears throat> you ready? But Mitt, Mitt Romney. <laughs> Mitt Romney. Um, oh, Kyle, we have a trip coming up. Leaving, I guess, in two days. Going to uh, Conway. Yeah, I'm going to uh, Sunny. We ain't talked about that yet. <laughs> you said we should talk about it on the call. Yes, we are going to talk about it on the call. But Here we, we haven't are. confirmed this yet. Oh, well, we, we're we coming. No, yeah, Kyle I mean, knows it's... your address. Therefore, I'll yes. know it. Expect to see Yeah, me. I can get you here. Shoot, I ain't worried about that. Like, what you guys want to do when you get here. That's what like, I, ain't got room to, I ain't got room to, like... Oh, we'll get a hotel room. Dude, I can get a hotel room. I can bring a cot. I can I can oh, bring, bring a, a tent. I'm bringing, I'm, I'm bringing an entourage with me. There's at least two, maybe three or four people coming with me. Like, like We're, we're going to hang out. <laughs> I'm just going to hop in my truck. I'm going to throw some guns in the truck. I'm going to show up at Wings' house, and, and uh, we're going to do our thing. Yep, have some fun hanging out. Y- y'all ready to break some laws? Mm-hmm. No. What? No, not ready to break some laws. Grow a pair. <laughs> Because there's a nice big piece of, piece of land around here, but it belongs to the water and city. But they never go out to it. They just own it just to own the land rights. Now we're talking. I've been told by my business partner that if I 
if I uh, if I get in trouble or go Robert Downey Jr. as he puts it, that he will shoot me and it won't be a kneecapping. So I got to be careful. We're going to break that. like regular laws, not Robert Downey Jr. laws. We're not going to get felonies. We're going to get misdemeanors. Kyle. Yeah. Dude, misdemeanors are part of growing up. It's actually any crime that is um, that you can that is sentenceable up to one year would be what would fuck me up. It's funny. One of the guys that I deal with, um, he um, it's a long story. I won't get into the specifics, but basically, his uh, his his livelihood was put into jeopardy. His licensing for what he does because get this, he went fishing and he caught a fish and he had seen bear grills. How he would clean the fish? You, I guess you cut the neck and then grab, grab the head and like gut it that way. You pull it down and it guts the fish and beheads it at the same time. Ain't that, ain't that how you gut a fish? Well, I've never gutted a fish before, so I, I just don't. You know, I'm not a big fisherman. So he did that while he was on the boat because he wanted to see how it worked. And he, he his boat got pulled over by like the coast guard or whoever the fuck pulls boats over out there. And the, apparently in Florida, you have to return the fish to the shore in one piece. Or it's a or it's a crime that is sentenceable up to one year in prison for for like cutting a fish in half, or in his case, cutting its head off before you get back to land. They, I would perp- I would have lied my ass. I'd be like, look here, a gator bit it. <laughs> he's out. A gator he's bit out, it. He's out in the open ocean speedboat with a fishing line. But but yet, yeah, but, oh, and I, I, I don't. Give I had a fuck. to do Make some animal. I had to do some research on that. Like, why would it be that there's a law against cutting the head off a fish while you're still in the water? And it turns out that, like, certain fish, there's, um, you can only, like, catch them and take them with you if they're of a certain length. So you could get out of that, you know, by cutting the head off. You know, it wouldn't be able to be able to be measured properly. So he didn't know that. But, yeah, long story short, I'm not breaking the laws. I'm not, I'm not looking to do anything silly. The only people you need to worry about in up here in Conway is game wardens. Yeah, I know. Fuck you up in Conway. I had a friend who did a year in jail because of a game warden. I don't, I don't, I don't need that. Our cops are fucking nothing. Our cops are stupid. They're illiterate. They're backwoods, and all they worry about is fucking speed traps. But our if game warden, the Conway Police Department, are listening to this. I do not endorse. Yes, Jordan <laughs> is saying you are none of those things. You glorious men of the law. <laughs> yeah, fucking Conway's fine. You can suck my dick. I, like, why would you say that? Like, like inevitably. Like, there's going to be a cop or two listening, and he's going to call call over to Conway and be like, you know that Jordy Jordan guy that drives that Roush F-150? Listen to this. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. That's totally how it's going to go down. I don't fuck with cops. I'm but, polite. dude, we're, go- we're going to go. We're going to do New Year's Eve at Wing's house. Hopefully, we're going to make some things go boom. And, uh, oh, I got a TV. We can blow up. Yes. Yes. That'd be a great idea. I got a couple hundred pounds of explosives laying around, so we have some fun. My brother's home too. Nice. Oh my gosh! Bring an F two thousand over. You can I can't that. even hear your brother without thinking about his crooked penis. Oh, <laughs> I don't. Oh, you, 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 well, he has another skill that you enjoy much more. What he's called what? drinking Bud Light. Just to be clear, I don't enjoy the first skill at all. Like <laughs> that's, that's you got me wrong. <laughs> oh man, Woody likes the crooked cock. Woody <laughs> likes a little bend in his uh, adventure. Oh my god. Didn't the didn't the military straighten him out? He's still drinking no. too much. No. <laughs> Are you talking about his cock or his personality? <laughs> <laughs> no, he, he, he's like he's like pretty much like mellowed out a lot, but his drinking's went into a second gear. He's going for third. 
Really? I like people in the military. I've I, I've met a lot of people in the military. Like I've met some special oh, forces. My brother told me a cool story over Christmas Eve, though. You guys want to hear it? Sure. That's what we do here. Bring it. Well, it's not really. It, it was neat to me because my brother he got hit with a frag grenade. His Humvee did when he was on a mission. I, you might probably remember me telling you about that. Mm-hmm. Well, he had to. Two days later, that same guy that fragged him, he had to patch him up. How did you know it was the same guy? Uh, because they had pictures of him. Because they videotape everything they do over there. They put like cameras out and they show them doing the act. Like say they go to shoot a soldier. They videotape themselves shooting, shooting soldiers or throwing grenades or whatever. Like you see them on YouTube all the time. You ever see the video of the guy with the RPG shooting down the wall? That's one of their yes. videos. They, they always videotape themselves doing acts to the uh, U.S. Tri- military. Okay. And found the camera on him, and that was that act that grenaded him. Well, the Iraqi military had put the boots to him bad. <laughs> they put the boots to him so bad, he was scared to take his shirt off for my brother. Why was he scared to take his shirt off? Because he was scared to... so Because he, he was beat up in the back so bad from getting kicked, in the, kicked, kicked around mm-hmm. that he didn't want to accuse the Iraqi army of doing it. So he wouldn't take his shirt off and said he fell. So did your brother just patch him up and send him on his way? Yeah, I'm like, how can you patch him up? I would be fucking up some IVs on him. I'd be doing something. Put a little salt in those wounds. (laughs) There'd be like five, six holes in his arm. I mean, he's like, oh, it's a rolling veins right here. Let me try again. Wow. There'd be something I would have done. I watched, you were talking about the, uh, the insurgents or whatever, like recording their attacks. I watched a, I was actually on a, I won't say what website, but I was on a website and they were like linking uh, live leak videos and YouTube videos that were privated, like, you know, hidden secret videos that people that wouldn't that would get flagged otherwise of um, of military actions. You was know, people it 4chan? getting shot. I don't know what that is. All right. And um, and anyway, it was the, for the first three minutes of the video. It's like this whole group of guys of in, in Iraq planning a roadside attack they've got toy cars and sticks and they're drawing in the dirt all right it was like it was it was pretty comical and they were playing that song you know let the good times roll and you know all these guys are like getting really pumped up about it they're like Allah, Allah, at the end you know they're all getting really psyched up about it and um it's recorded you know from their point of view you know this is like a training video and then they go out to like put it into practice right mm. they go out to do this thing immediately things go awry there's you don't see where the u.s soldiers are but they're laying so much heavy machine gun fire down on these guys. The guy with the camera eventually just goes, fuck it, and tries to run off into the desert. And it's like something out of a movie. He falls, and he's dead, and the camera's just pointing at his shoes. And you see blood kind of start running out onto the sand. And then they, they edit in pictures from the soldiers, from the U.S. soldiers' side, of what they had done to these guys. And they're all just dead and blown up, and the cars are shot, all this shit. It was, it was a pretty awesome video. It was some good stuff. Do you still have so that? I wish I had a link. <laughs> um, I can get it. Just, yeah. just give me a few minutes here. It sounds like a link that, that one I... out later. <laughs> oh, I'll man. But, I mean, there's there's only so much know-how and, you know, tactics and knowledge can go up against a fucking a- M1A1 tank. you got, you got to well, have they... more than rocks and sticks. Yeah, I, I didn't see. It looked, it looked more like they were on hum, Hummers or something, and they just, you know, they had Mark 46s or something, you know, saws and stuff, and they you were know, just chewing them up. 50 caliber BMG greater than the AK-47, especially mounted on an armored Hummer. Oh, did you see where the um, the D- uh, Washington D.C. is, or you know, the area of D.C. Ha- is paying having to pay that guy a million bucks who won that gun ban case against them? 
Oh, really? Yeah. So, like, you know, they had handguns were illegal in D.C., and the guy, you know, he fought it. It's unconstitutional, mm-hmm. won it in the high court, and uh, now D.C.'s having to pay him a million bucks to the lawyers. So, which he sees probably none of it. Yeah, I was oh, wondering like, how much of that. Yeah. It's, I mean, it was, he, he, he's, he's not pretty much unattained from reward other than like a social, like a moral victory. Yeah, well, that's like, what he, anyway, somebody? When, when somebody goes after something like that, they're not going for money. They're going for, for change. And when the lawyers do it, they're going for money. little hope and change. little hope and change. That's all. Huh. That, that, I got, you got to admit, those lawyers, they, they took it big there. I'm like, that's a risk. How many times do you win that case? I know. Yeah, it, it was tricky. And it was huge. It was big for the whole nation. Um, uh, for people that don't know, uh, in Washington, D.C., it was illegal to have, I think it was a pistol even in your house. Am I on target here, Kyle? Uh, yeah, you're, I'm, I'm 90% sure you're right. And uh, the guy said, like, look, this violates the Second Amendment. And for, for those of you outside the U.S., the Second Amendment is the one that has the right to bear arms in it. And the way that the Second Amendment was written, it, like, it can be interpreted to mean that it implies if you're a member of a militia then you're allowed to have a gun. And it can be interpreted to mean that it implies, like, you're allowed to have a gun, and militias are one good reason why you're allowed to have one. And um, the the highest court in the land, the Supreme Court, came down against Washington, D.C. and said that it was the, the, the latter one I mentioned. You're allowed to own guns, and militias are just one viable reason why you might want one. So, yeah, uh, so yeah and it turns out now that I guess they're paying for some of his attorney fees, which is a, a good thing. Yeah, and that's exactly what it means. They, at, at no point do they say, only shall citizens be issued firearms if they're a member of a militia. It, it says their right to hold and bear arms shall not be infringed. There's no way to, like, interpret that. It's, it's so simple. It's so concrete. It basically says, don't fuck with people when they want guns. <laughs> you know, I'm going to read I'm what go. it actually gonna... says, because I'm kind of curious. I was about to shoot a cat the other day, and I couldn't bring myself to it, so I ended up catching it with, like, shrimp in a cover. <laughs> What'd you do People, with it? I re- relocated it, put it in another neighborhood. It was a stray cat that was sitting up here because my grandma kept throwing food out of the back. And when I take the dogs out to use the bathroom, they'd want to chase the cat. So I'm like, and they'd end up not using the bathroom, and they'd end up using the bathroom in the house. I'm like, this has to change. <laughs> But, like, people with guns generally are not the people that are killing people. It's the nope. people that want to steal the guns that want to kill the people with them. Not saying it's never happened. I'm saying, like, the majority isn't the people that want to buy guns. Usually they want to buy guns to shoot cans or maybe deer hunt. All right. I found it. Here's what it actually says. A, real, a well-regulated militia being necessary to the security of a free state, the right of the people to keep and bear arms shall not be infringed. Right. So, like, I'll say it again. A well-regulated militia being necessary to the security of a free state, the right of people to keep and bear arms shall not be infringed. And, like I said, you could interpret that to mean, like, a militia being so important, you can't infringe them from, from bearing arms. And the way that the commas were placed, like, played this big uh, emphasis on how the Supreme Court interpreted it. And uh, But, you know, the, mostly... The pro-gun guys, and I'm a pro-gun guy, but mostly the pro-gun guys say, uh, you know, the right to bear arms shall not be infringed. What else is there to say? It's like, well, if you read the whole thing, I I can see both sides of the argument, but I come down with the pro-gun guys. Well, and and the thing about it is, like, all you have to do is look at some of the quotes from uh, from the Founding Fathers. I just pulled some up. Like Thomas uh, Jefferson, on every question of of the construction, 
of the Constitution, let us carry ourselves back to a time when the Constitution was adopted, recollect the, uh, the spirit manifested in the debate. It's everything here. Every one of them is just, you know, guns are the teeth of liberty. No free man shall be debarred from the use of firearms, Thomas Jefferson. And just on and on, Washington, Jefferson, Franklin, George Madison, all of them. To disarm the people, that was the best and most effectual way to enslave them, George Mason. Like, on and on, James Madison, Americans have the right and advantage of being armed, unlike the citizens of other countries whose governments are afraid to trust the people with arms. You know, on and on. It, it's obvious that they wanted everyone to have a gun. I remember there was a, there was a quote from, um, from the Japanese emperor. That oh, said yeah, I was about to say like, the Japanese yeah, the Japanese emperor said something about invading America. He, he, he was like, it would be impossible to invade America. There would be a gun behind every blade of grass. I'm paraphrasing, mm-hmm. but, you know, it's... it's there's some there's truth to that, to too. There's something to be said about that. Yeah, yeah like, absolutely. You know, it's... Some, so if you're not in America, especially if you're not in the South, like, you don't realize how many people are armed. You know, I would go on these vacations and realize everybody brought a gun. Every single... Like, everybody. You know, I'm, I'm, I'm out, like, with 12 guys, and... Uh, Somehow the topic of gun comes up. They all, you know, clink, laying them on the table. Like, yeah, here's mine, here's mine. We're like, pass them around. Like, you know, what do you carry? What do you carry? Um, if, if you were to come into the U.S., at least in, in the southern states, like in New Jersey, I don't think it's quite as common. But, shucks, there are a lot of homes with guns in New Jersey. I think they all do in other parts of the country. And it's just, uh, you, if, the, if the people didn't want you here, you would have a hard time occupying the United States. It'd be really difficult. It's not just the military. You just you get sniped all the time. You would hate it here if you if you were an enemy force. Yeah, and that's the other thing. The the, the, the main gun that people have, I, I would say, it's like deer rifles, which are sniper rifles. Like, mm-hmm. like people, yeah, they're the people same. make a big people make a big deal about oh, it's a sniper rifle. Mm-hmm. There's no difference between a fucking deer rifle and a sniper rifle, guys. The Remington 700, that is like one of the most common uh, deer rifles out there. That's a sniper rifle. That's what that's uh, it's a fucking sniper rifle. I learned that in COD 4. There you go. COD 4. <laughs> learn from COD 4. The M40 is just a tricked out Remington 700. <laughs> hey, I have a whole new topic. Do you guys want to give it a shot? Sure. All right. So this was a question that came to me over my YouTube. Uh, like Somebody sent me a message, and I'll do my best to read it well. To make the story short, there's a girl from my high school that had a crush on me, but she never told me until recently. It's been six months or so since we graduated, and the other night we were sexting until 4 a.m. She is obsessed with me because of my body, and I have to say that she's the hottest girl in school back in the day. We are planning on having sex soon, but I told her I was a virgin. And now she's making a big scene out of it and asking me if I'm sure I want to lose it with her and if she's the right girl, etc. I want to know what you think I should do. Well, Painkiller already is the perfect place to address such subjects. Wings, what should she do? What was the question? Oh my god. I was watching porn, I'm sorry. Oh my god, you guys are retarded. <laughs> so <laughs> let me let me sum it up. Um, I heard sex and girl, put a fist in her. <laughs> Stick it in her butt. They um they, Oh baby, your rings hurt me, daddy. The guy's a virgin, the girl's not. The guy's a virgin, the girl's not, and she's making kind of a scene out of it. Like, are you sure you want me to be your first? Which to me implies like look. I don't well, know that we're going to be married here. Taking, to a girl taking virginity is a big deal. Like, um, it's, it's something special in her heart. Like, it's kind of like you, uh, kind of like a sniper putting a notch on the back of his rifle. Wait, what? <laughs> all right, all right. Keep going. I mean, that that's the whole thing. Is I mean, if you, it's more along the guy to make a choice. Do he really want the girl there? Because the girl's down for it. 
one thing I learned is if you say you're a virgin around a girl, you almost instantly have them intrigued enough to even co- to contemplate having sex with you, just to take it from you. Really? So is this advice you're giving all our young listeners? If you tell girls that you're a virgin, it uh, it gets them hot and bothered? Yes. That's exactly what I'm telling you. All right. All right. I don't I don't see that working. <laughs> it, does. it does. Trust me, Kyle. Hey does. there, baby. I'm uh, not very good at sex at all, and it's probably not going to last very long. Hey, so, sweetheart. I've never done no, this. You're looking, at, you're looking at it like this. You're looking at the pros and cons. Here's what they hear. They hear, like, you know, I've never had a touch from a woman, and you're like, well, maybe I can set the standard, you know? Or maybe I can, you know, teach no. them something. Like, women like to cuddle. Women, women so, like to be the nurturing if, animal. What if, in, what if instead of a woman, you were talking to a... What if instead... Of, think of it like this. What if your mechanic said to you, well, I've never changed a transmission before, but I'd like you to be my first. <laughs> <laughs> You'd be like, um, I think I'm going to go on down the road, find that guy who's a transmission whore. Does anyone else find some sort of Freudian slip that when we start talking about sex, Kyle always goes straight to trannies? Oh, my God. <laughs> 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 Kyle, like that six-speed automatic, huh? <laughs> right. I mean, like, dude, we, every time sex comes up, Kyle's like, oh, there's got to be a, a tranny reference in here somewhere. <laughs> it's, it's just where he naturally heads. Just, oh, my God. just saw that. I'm just saying, I, I don't, I don't think the knob stick a little bit. All right, that's not even relevant. Is somebody <laughs> no, playing they, with they, a they, gun on the stream? Does the, the, the tranny am, get you? Old, is, is your tranny oiled up properly? That's that's very important. It I'm is. Yeah, sure. that is so key. People don't know. Like <laughs> it is not good for either party if the tunnel's not properly varnished. That's that's just sex 101. Oh, so what do we tell this guy? You're saying this guy's doing it right, that, uh, that the virginity is a, is a sex lore and that he should, uh, he should jump on that? Uh, what I'm trying to say is the guy has control of this conversation. Mm-hmm. If the girl's worried about her being a first, that's a confidence issue, but she's ready to, she's ready to put out. So mm-hmm. if you're ready to tag it, you might as well hop on top. I don't know why all these guys, I see it a lot on your, you know, guys write into you and they're, and they're worried about having sex or worried that it's going to go I, poorly. I, Just do it. It's going to go I, fine. I, it's it's going to go poorly regardless. Just get the first one out of the way. <laughs> no, it's, that's, not, that's not necessarily true. If you watch enough, it, it's like you watch enough tutorial videos. Like What you're tutorial gonna, videos are you watching? Are, they got, are I, these on Motherland? Have, have you heard of pornography? <laughs> they, they are pornography. tutorials. Pornography. Yeah, those are not tutorial videos. Hold on, let me go ahead and see this. Pornography is not a good judge of what sex actually is like. There's edits and cuts in that where they get time to put the dick out the pussy and start back over again. Now, now, now that is true, but when you try to live up to that, you become a sexual dynamo. All right? I feel feel like I could easily film a porn. JJ here talking about the pussy. Oh, God. Yeah, I tore that pussy up. It was dynamite. <laughs> no, no, here's the thing, right? I, I let's see. Let, let's you know rewind seven thousand years in my case and, and talk about the first time. If things went too quickly, this was a willing girl, right? Round two, yeah, bitch. Let's go. Yeah, you know, there you like, go. Yeah, we'll like, like a war play game. 
you know, like if for some reason, you know, I didn't, I didn't head into what she thought was round one. You know, like if there was no actual round one earlier in the day, then, uh, then both rounds will be with her. That's good. Let's do this. It's, it's. What's the big deal? You know, it, it's not as if she's like, oh, that was so fast. Darn it, I'm finished. No, the, the whole beauty of this thing is that she's not finished. Go twice. Yeah, absolutely. Go twice. Absolutely. You'll be fine. Hmm. <laughs> So, wow, none of us sort of took the whole save yourself route on the show here. No, what's the point? Like, 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 what's the point? Like, what are you saving yourself? Are you, if you're extremely religious and you are indeed going to save yourself for marriage, that is one thing. Like, I, I'm not going to, like, mess with anybody's religion. If that's what you're doing, then do it, and you're one hell of a guy. That's not me. So, what about that guy that, it just reminds me of that guy who used to play basketball in the NBA and saved himself to, like, 36. Oh god! What about Tim Tebow? Isn't it? Doesn't he? I'm pretty sure he said that that that. Come on, you fucking up if you saving yourself if you're an NBA starter. Oh, Tim you Tebow's had, the worst though. Tim Tebow's like a, you know like a a young star quarterback, you know, getting paid millions. If that guy isn't banging three different chicks a night, he is missing out, dude. He <laughs> has the pussy fountain outside of his hotel room door. Yes, right. He's just not tapping into it. I'm pretty like, sure like he has a hot girlfriend or hot wife or something, right? I don't give a fuck how hot. I remember somebody was talking is. about. I remember somebody was talking about like Shaq, and I mean, all right, Shaq's not the best looking guy. All right, he's like a a giant scary man. But they were just talking about like him but being Shaq a, is a conquest. They were talking about him being somewhere and just like women like throwing themselves all over him, just like left and right. So you know it's got to be like that for those guys. I mean, mm-hmm. so it's if if you're if you're not taking full advantage of that situation, then. At least for a while. I could see, like, maybe you get burnt out on it after six months or a year, but, like, you enjoy that six months, little man. <laughs> and never forget at least, it. At least hook your friends up. Like, if I was bored of this situation, yeah, right? I could there you go. get it. I'd be like, look here, if you want to fuck me, you got to fuck Billy over there first. Yeah, exactly. And, no, just leave town the next night. <laughs> yeah. Everybody you know, in my little group be hooked up. I'm struggling, right? Because there's a. There's a show Woody and then there's a real Woody, right? The show Woody wants to say, yeah, dude, hit that, hit that six times, get our friends over, etc. Good fun, good fun. But the real Woody is like, you know, like if you give away this little piece of yourself all the time, then that piece loses its value. You know, there is something special. If you follow the, the conservative route of, you know, keeping that list small and getting married and living happily ever after, there is a, a special sort of bond and connection that, that you have there that might not be the same. And I have other, you know, adult friends in, in my, like, demographic and peer group that um, that have had, like, a long list of conquests. And they're like, you know, when you do that, it, it those people are the ones who oftentimes are less likely to be faithful for the rest of their lives. You know, they, they just don't see this sort of, like, bond privacy sort of exclusivity thing that uh you know that other guys might so like i don't know i'm not going to pass judgment on who you are it's your body you do your thing but you know i, I just sort of wanted to throw out like you know there is if, if this guy is gonna you know throw down with someone who's never going to mean anything to him then you know he's sort of making a choice here and if you make that choice too many times then all of a sudden lots of things don't mean as much to him in the whole like sex realm Woody, is milk what you drink when alcohol beverages required? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I'm going to be like, look here, bitch. You're going to get lucky if you get to suck Kyle dick tonight. You better <laughs> take what you can get. I've, I've literally said that before. But, <laughs> I, I, like, not verbatim, but paraphrasing, I've, I'm, I've said that before. 
Um, I, the, the way I look at sex is that it's, it's – and there's a comedian. I can't think of his name, but he was talking about this the other night. He was talking about how, how much farther the, the human race would have advanced if we didn't spend so much time, like, putting sex on a pedestal and making it this huge thing instead of what it is. And it's just like – it's a bodily function. It's just, it's just like just – I think it should be a lot more casual than it is. It shouldn't be like this huge giant. I think the giant. Brits have it right. <laughs> Who has it right? The Brits. The Brits, you, you can have titties and ass right on TV. I mean, cable TV. It's not a big deal. They, they, they ants violence more than they do sex. Hmm. Well, that's kind of a separate issue, but, but yeah. I, I mean, they're... I mean, that, that's, why, that's why, why in America is, can you see a guy get decapitated quicker than you can see a guy fucking a bitch? Wait, you know what? I'm thinking this through. Wing is making a lot of sense here. We definitely need more boobs on television. I like. I don't. I, I, mean, I, I think, it, I think if there's boobs off. everywhere, then boobs mean less to you. You ever? Uh, I know. I know what maybe you that will maybe that Actually, will lessen rape. I know you guys don't go to strip clubs much, but I go to strip clubs occasionally. And like, after you've been in a strip club for maybe 45 minutes or an hour, you don't really. You're like, oh yeah, tits, 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 tits. After you've watched porn for about 10 years, you're like, tits, 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 tits. The All strip right, club enough, Kyle but... goes to, he's like, tranny, 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 tranny. Oh, my God. <laughs> I've seen them all. Kyle has the magical box underwear. I'm like, I wonder what's under there. What's the question, mark on, there? question mark on the crotch? That'd be funny underwear. <laughs> oh, man. Oh, dude, I sell got wood underwear. Huh? Huh? Get it? Got wood? Yeah. Uh-huh. <laughs> like his shirt. Um. <laughs> oh, Wings, didn't you have a topic you wanted to talk about going into the podcast? No, I already talked about it. The animal on the little boy. Oh, yeah. Do you want to talk about that? Oh, you didn't talk about that. You didn't, you didn't talk about that. Well, I'm not, I, I, it's not that big of a topic. Like, I'm, you, I'm you, pretty sure I'm going to have to give an enema to Gabe tonight. Oh, wait, wait. You're going to do it? Yeah. Why, she, why she, she don't? Well, I've, I've actually gave an enema before, and she hasn't. There's... All right, there's a lot more to dive into in this subject here. So, Okay, answer the, ask the first question then. The first question, why are you giving an enema to your boy? Well, he doesn't want to poop in the toilet. Like, we've got him to stop doing it in his pants, but for him, stop doing it in your pants means you hold it. And that's the wrong thing to do. What he's doing, he's basically getting to the point every time he eats, he just throws it back up because there's no room to put any in because his, his intestines is full. That doesn't seem medically possible, but okay. It is. You, you don't think your intestines can get full? I think eventually you just shit yourself. Well, apparently he doesn't. <laughs> yeah, no, Kyle's right on this. Like, if I recall my anatomy and physiology from college, it, the process is it's peristalsis, which means that is that what peristalsis is? It, you, you can. I think you're like, talking about you, processes like your heartbeat that you have no control over. Well, it, it's it, there's a term for these muscles that contract one way and not the other. Like the, the, your intestines, they only go down. Peristalsis might be that feeling of knowing where your limbs are without knowing where they are. But it, anyway, it just goes one way. I think that yeah, he'll eventually. Wow, so you're giving him an enema to make him poo because you feel like if he eats well, anymore, I, I know he has it because he hasn't pooped in like a week. You know what? And I he, have a story to share. Like, like, he, like tonight, he was sitting on the toilet, and I was in there, and I'm like, come on, buddy, poop for me. And like he had to go so bad, he was jumping up and down on the toilet. I'm like, it's okay, let it out, let it out, let it out. And he wouldn't do it. He just would not do it. And he, he, we went through this a couple times. Like The last time he pooped, he hadn't pooped in like a week, 
And you wouldn't believe the amount of poop came out of this kid. It was probably at least probably three feet long. What a champion. Oh, my God. That's like a fluorescent light bulb. How did it come out of this kid? How many Keurigs did it weigh? (laughs) I didn't pick it up and weigh it, but I'm looking at it, and I'm like, good Lord. It it looked more than my stuff, and I poop a lot. All right, all right. I'm going to say this, and this is going to sound very disgusting. If there is, in fact, another repeat of a three-foot-long shit, (laughs) you got to take a picture and upload it. I'll do it. He's done it a couple times. As fucked up as it is, I will look at a three-foot-long poop. Dude, I... I, And he clogged kitty toilet with it. I picture, like, a brown turban all swirled up like a a giant ice cream in the toilet. (laughs) (laughs) This thing was so big that we couldn't flush the toilet. I mean, I have have pussy-ass trailer toilets, but I had to go get a stick out of the yard and, like, swirl it around before the toilet was flushed. (laughs) Dude... This kid this is a champion. Kid is this is, he's he's like a poop master. So wings, I will tell you, and I don't know how normal it is, but when I was a little kid, I didn't poop very often either. I used to go, I don't know, four, five days all the time. I remember we went. I was like fifteen, and we went on this whitewater rafting trip down the Grand Canyon, and uh, it was five days long. Five days long, and they brought out a bucket, and there it was like a five gallon pail that you would buy like drywall mud in or paint in. And they're like, this is the toilet for the trip. You know, you poo in here. Uh, there's a little, like, privacy tent type thing. And then you take it down to the river and you, you empty it out. And um, I was like, nope, not for me. I'm like, just give me a damn roll of toilet paper. I'll go, I'll go shit by the river. I was <laughs> like, yeah, I just won't poop this week. And I didn't. And, you know, for me, seven days was a little bit of a stretch. But it was nothing beyond, you know, what I could handle. The adult me... We got daily. I work can't go to do. seven hours without. Yeah, the, the adult me, you know, he doesn't go a day. But, um, but the kid version of me, yeah, you know, weekly wasn't really a big stretch. So I don't like. I, well, we've we've had pooping problems forever. Like mm-hmm. he's he's went from pooping his pants three times a day to not doing it for a week. You know, there there's some discrepancies there. Oh God! Uh, so he may beat Bono. Bono's gonna I, be mad. I. I, I I'm pretty sure it is because, like, if we give him like Pedialax or like laxatives are not even working on him at this point because we've been giving him Pedialax okay, the last so, two days. So now that we've established that this kid may need some assistance, why are you the one to provide it? Well, one, I've had an enema myself. Obviously, she has two. She's had kids, but she is more. I am less squeamish than her. Like, I can actually take you know poop in, on my hands and stuff because, I, like, I told her like. It's most likely going to run out of him for the first 30 or 40 seconds because he has to lay there and let it kind of marinate and, like, dissolve the poop, especially if he's constipated in the bowel. Have you and, talked like, to a doctor could... yet? Yeah, we took him to a doctor about two weeks ago. I the, doctor, what... the doctor said that <laughs> it was because we, we, we showed Madison too much attention. <laughs> but I was like, okay. I just feel like it wouldn't be a terrible idea to get some like a medical opinion on like, somebody not pooping. Healthy. I, he just had, it's a mental issue. That's what they said. They want to see a psychiatrist. And, so let's let's roll with this idea. And the that, and the psychiatrist, his dad won't let him see. Okay. All right. So, so let's roll with the idea that this is a mental issue that he's having some sort of hardship around potty. Is it possible that the enema could take that and make it worse? It might. It is a possibility. 
but right now he's throwing up every day because he's not pooping. He won't eat nothing. Like he sat down today, and we pretty much gave him candy today for dinner, and he didn't eat none of it. Yeah. Interesting. Well, um, like, like he's at the point where he don't want to put no more in because he can't hold it no more. And like tonight, if he goes to bed, he'll mess his pants, but he won't mess his pants enough to get him cleared out. What do you end up doing? He'll end up like pooping himself when he goes to sleep. When he wakes up, he has a little bit of room. He'll eat breakfast, he'll eat lunch, and then at dinner time, he won't eat again. So, uh, so it's like a. I mean, <laughs> I don't know what to do. I'm by no means a father figure. Yes, so, you are. But you're I was new like, to the role, but you are. But so I was like, you know, you, usually if I'm in this situation, we get an enema. So I went and got a like a child's enema from Walgreens. So uh, yeah, new new topic. Enema ain't gonna kill you now, Kyle. I mean, but the fact I, is, I, it does burn. And it burns. It my, yeah, an enema does burn. Why would it burn? So you, I it, think you're doing it wrong. It did. No, it doesn't. You're not doing it wrong. It it, it burns because it's the saline. It's the solution in it. And it kind of reacts with the walls of the colon, and it kind of eats away the poop. It, it's not like a painful, painful burn like a, like your frying pan, but it's like uncomfortable. Oh. Oh, no. Let's not give him an animal with like hot grease or anything. <laughs> like, you ever had like? Uh, oh, we're like, getting that shit out now, boy! Imagine yeah! hot grease on your anus. Oh my goodness, hot grease anus. Yeah. Would be- like oh. one of those old school like Roman tortures. We're going to fill his ass with boiling I oil. I I, I don't know. I don't know. Like I I like picture for me, every, hot grease in an anus is a horrible, horrible experience. For Kyle, it's just one reason why he hooks up with trannies. Yeah, you call that Friday night, motherfucker. <laughs> but for me, my grandma, she used to always warm mine up because I always had a constipation problem growing up. So I've, I've had quite a few animals. So. <sighs> All I, right. Well, uh, I, I don't know. Like, now that we've covered the uh, the pooping and the uh, the burning painful animals. Hey, it, it's a good topic, and there's a lot of could be fathers out there probably listening. There's guys seventeen that might be getting girls pregnant here in a minute. <laughs> <laughs> in a minute, like after PK is over, we're we're on, bitch. <laughs> you and I. Well, but the, the fact, but the fact is, we can't act like it doesn't happen. How many how many how many guys you see at your school having kids? You said the other day there was eight year olds with kids. Eight, Twelve year olds, sorry. Yeah, twelve. Yeah, that kid is a boss. Let me just say that he's almost <laughs> a boss. Pro- that kid that got his teacher pregnant like three different times while she was in prison. I'm positive that at eight I could not have fathered a child. All right, I'm just saying. No, he was eighth grade. Oh, and but he was eighth grade, and it turns out he's he was left back a year, so he should have been a ninth grader. He was actually uh, fourteen years old. He had two oh, kids. so stupid as well. That's good to know. <laughs> well, what you think he was smart? <laughs> <laughs> Einstein, anyway, knocking him up. Um, uh, all right, we could probably move on to for people in the stream. If the uh, you have to reload the stream on mine because there's too many comments and you fall like you're way behind. The comments start relating to the wrong topics and stuff. But uh, but yeah, wings. Like I don't know. You do what you're gonna do, what right? Would you, you know, do in this role. What would I do if I was in that spot? So I would have. You got like three kids, don't you? I have two. Um, I think I talked to a doctor about it. I, I my th- I don't know. I'm not a doctor, but I think the um, the theory that he's backed up and therefore it's causing him to throw up is off target. Like I don't I don't think that's how that goes. I'm not a doctor, but I don't think that's how it goes. It turns out I saw in the chat later. Peristalsis was the right term. It is the you know, the things go down but they don't come up. He should eventually poo. He, he's just constipated, and and I think the doctor might be on target with this mental issue theory. I. Uh, 
I think he's going to go. I think just like in the past, you're eventually going to see this uh, mother load you know, come through. <laughs> <laughs> and and from here, you know, we have to work on, you know, what is, you know, I don't know, just make sure he's he's but in a good you, mental how place. Do, how do you get him? How do you get him out of that mental place? I, we we did it once with reading. Like we'd read to him. We had, we set a little timer. We got a little gingerbread timer, and we'd read to him on the toilet. He eventually gave in and pooped. And he was good for like two weeks, and he got back into it. My theory is that he, what happened is he had constipated one time. He had a really bad case of constipation. And now every time he has to poop or he feels that poop, he remembers that constipation. Because everybody's mm. had a case of constipation. It hurts. It hurts bad. It can, yeah. It, it, you know, my, my – um, <laughs> I, I don't know if it's the best idea, but what I'm thinking – like, hand this kid a Nintendo DS, an iPhone, an iPad, something. Tell him to spend some time on the toilet and get some work done. And uh, that's... We do that. He'll spend like two hours on there and he'll be like, can I get up now? I mean, trust me. Okay. We got him We got him those tech books, you know, the books that, uh, that tell stories with the little microphone. You press little keys in the book. Okay. We got him that. We got him a DS. We got him... Hell, I got to the point where like, look here. If you, every time you poop, I'll buy you a DS game. I didn't buy one Diaz game. <laughs> okay. Yeah. I mean, there was never a question of, like, you trying or wanting the best for him. It was just brainstorming. I mean, I, I know. It's, it's brainstorming like crazy. And it's like, come on. You, you get to the point, like, what can I do? I like, I like, like the right laxative now, ideas a lot, too. I, we've tried that, and like he'll go with the laxative. Like that's usually what we have to do to get him out of there, because he isn't—he isn't like constipated, so we can use the laxative. But he ended up pooping himself. Like last time we gave him a laxative, he was coming home in the car with mom, his mama, and he pooped his pants and threw up at the same time. And I'm like, I'm wondering if that's—we gave him too much of laxative. I'm wondering if that's his body purging something. Like what happened there? Hmm. Okay. You want a new topic, Kyle? Are you oh, feeling yes. uncomfortable? Kyle, no, I just think kids? I think we've beaten the shit to death. Literally. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Kyle. I want to talk to you. You ready? Yes, I'm ready. I have noticed a trend over the past, I'll say, 15 years of um, uh, this is a pubic hair trend, right? Like back in the 80s, if you watch your semi-vintage adult films, then you're gonna find you're gonna find a forest, right? That, that's what you got on your hands, and yes. then you fast forward a little bit. And it goes from, like, forest to racing stripe to bald. <clears throat> yep. Bald was the big thing, and it's still there. But to me, nowadays, bald, that's your can't-go-too-wrong lack of creativity option. I feel like we're, we're swinging back in the other direction. The pendulum is headed toward the bush again. And I'm wondering if you found the same trend to be true, what, uh, you, know, what, what you look for in, in a, a forest. <clears throat> All right. First of all, I like a little bit of character down there, and I've I've told this to so many girls. I'm like, why mm-hmm. is there, why is there nothing there? Like, like give me a Hitler mustache or something, you know? Just, <laughs> just get a stripe in there, something, something, mm-hmm. so I know you're an adult, you know? Because yes, all oh, right, like, right. Oh. Oftentimes, that's a question for me, you know? <laughs> <laughs> no, no but, but, even but seriously, even the like the the full bald. Now you're joking with the like, lots of times that's a question for me, right? But yeah, <laughs> but um. Uh, like on the more reality side of it, yeah, the the fully bald thing is too reminiscent of childhood to me. That's that's not really what I'm 
I'm down. I don't for mind it. it. I don't mind it. But let, let me just say this, I, and I'm I'm not going to throw any numbers out here. But let I'll, I'll say that, um, the only girl that I I've seen in the last let's just say six months who wasn't completely shaven was just was like really closely trimmed. So they they all are like like, like all girls are apparently like like completely one hundred percent gone down. Mm-hmm. Like, like like give me give me something down there. You know right. it's it's I've got and I've got a pretty good base of women mm-hmm. to base this off of and 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 all of them all of them are completely shaven or waxed and waxed is awesome yeah i now i i think that um we'll say from from the business zone down i like that bald right i'm really talking about the hat we're wearing yeah yes exactly yeah exactly like, <laughs> right like, like, like from the beginning of what we would consider to be the vagina down Right, all the way down. You, that can be completely gone. You can wax that to hell and back. I don't oh, need anything there. I need anything there. But we want to know, right? Are we going to rock a Hitler mustache up there? Are we going to rock what I consider a tall top hat? Are we going to put on some sort of big Rastafarian hat? Like, um, all of these are are viable options to me. But full on bod, I'm kind of past that. I am, um, you know, I, I'm looking for a little more character. I'm looking for a little more creativity. You know what? I was with a girl just the other day, and we had the same discussion, and uh, and literally, and, and I, and she, you know what she told me? She was like, "Well, what would you like me to do down there?" I'm like, "Something with character." She's like, "What if I had a what I got if I got a design done?" She's like, "I know a waxing place that does design," mm-hmm. and I'm like, "What kind of design?" She's like, "They'll do a kangaroo if you want me to." Want to. <laughs> I was like, "Seriously, they they'll do a kangaroo?" She's like, "Yeah." I'm like, "I want a kangaroo." That's so not bad. So she's gonna grow it all the way out. And then they're going to give her a kangaroo down there. I, I mean, I could see going Valentine if you wanted. To, maybe if maybe if you're doing it on your own, right? If you're not involving professional help in your uh, ladyscaping, but if you're going solo, rock a Valentine, rock a racing stripe, rock a capital T if you want. But don't go full bald. Full bald. No. What are you in the '90s? Get with it, women. Give us a little something to to distinguish you from the childhood version of you. At least occasionally, because I like the childhood version. I do. <laughs> Little fantasy coming out there. <laughs> Wings, what do you think? What What is your preference here in uh, in in female vaginal hair? Well, I've really got too much preference. I mean, I like bald, but it's hard to keep it though, especially when I got to do it. Like we, I have to use a, a shit called Veet, and it, 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 and our hair grows so fast, you got to do it like every every second week or of the month. So I usually just keep a little hair there just for my safety sake. Sanity <laughs> reasons. Just get, yeah. Cause they turn into little miniature razors uh, somewhere in the growing out process. You gotta be. You gotta yeah. Be and if she's on top, which I like her on top, it it's like little, little pin needles breaking down into your stuff. There is a hazard involved. That's for sure. Hmm. <laughs> Kyle, help me yeah, out about, with the topic. about kangaroos and shit now. Yeah, Kyle's a strange motherfucker. By the way, guys, I'll upload pictures whenever I get the kangaroos. I was gonna I'm say, sure yeah, it, I'll I'll put that on somewhere that I'll it's keep... cool to put it. I can't tweet it, but I'll put it out there. I'll keep an eye on my SMS for sure. <laughs> yeah, that's that's gonna be good. Man, <laughs> uh. what else is there this week? Yeah. Oh, you know, how about the mod? Let's talk about the model that runs into the fucking prop. I don't know what that is. Wait, wait. Say that there, again. There was a model that ran into an airplane propeller. 
Like a female like underwear model? A, fem- a female model got off plane, oh. walked into the propeller of the plane. This was a little while ago, right? Yeah, but they, she was just recently in the news again about recovering and getting a new modeling career. And I'm sitting there thinking, like, why are they rewarding her for being a dumbass? Uh, oh. Yeah. Like, everybody's like, she's doing well. She's going to go back to her modeling career. She shouldn't be going back to no modeling career. She has a fake eye and missing a hand. Oh, oh, she survived it. She survived it. And, like, she's, like, mutilated. Because, you know, yeah. airplane propellers are loud. They usually have a huge fucking 12, 16-cylinder engine behind them. You know, how do you walk into one? <laughs> it's, it's, is it possible she got sucked into it? No, this isn't a jet engine. This is an old-fashioned prop plane, like a like a Cessna, like a, one of the small Well, I mean, ones. you can still get sucked into it. I mean, it's still blowing and sucking. Yeah, but usually, I, I don't know. I don't know the whole story, but that's some powerful dumb. <laughs> huh. oh, no. why are we rewarding her are we rewarding her or like yeah but, you know people are people are giving her publicity and they're going to get she you know she's going to go model something with like you know like a prosthetic or something on and people are going to be like she's so strong after her accident you know she and then she's going to fade out about three weeks later when the tabloids get tired of her and then she's going to fall on the unemployment line somewhere down the road and people forget about her but, like, right now, it's like, seriously? She walked into a propeller. That's just something a dumb person does. I mean, she's a model. Yeah, she's right? a model, yeah. right? That that incident may have proven that she is uh, perfect for that career. Yeah, well, you're, you're correct in that. Models don't have the most... <laughs> <laughs> models' head game is more on the ground than it is in the brain. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, I don't know. I just thought that was powerfully stupid, how, how you can walk into an airplane propeller. It's a rough one. I, I don't know. I feel for her. You feel? I yeah. I don't know. It's a shame. It's this is her livelihood, and it was the only thing she did. It in the same way that, like, look when bad things happen to us, right? Like, you know, my, my gamer tag was recently hacked, or you know, when someone else has a trouble with with something. While it's just like a silly nothing for most people. For us, like, these are, you know, much more important events. You know, you're like, man, I got this new account. I lost all my stuff. And, you know, I, it's important to me. When uh, I'm pretty when, sure it's important to her that she lost her eye and arm in this and her career yeah, might be over as a model. It, it's even more, right? Like, if I lost my hand, oh, my God, that would suck. It would be a really big deal. And, and Or, you know, damaged my face. That would suck. But for her, like, this was her entire sense of self-worth, right? She was a model. It's not only her, what, what puts food on the table, but it is what, I don't know, it's, it, it, people are valued almost by what they do, right? And, and not just who they are, right? It, it's like, especially guys, you know, it, it, guys seem to have no value whatsoever unless they're doing something good, right? That's usually a career or something like that. Um, but this is not just what she looked like and who she was but it's what she did it was her everything and it was taken for her and it's pretty tragic and and the thought that she's getting back into it she might just not know any other way to walk and i think her modeling career is going to be pretty freaking hurt it's it's sad what'd you guys get for christmas i got i got bedroom pants um cologne and uh and two blenders nice double blend but I, yeah, I got a, I got a ninja and a cook. 
Almost everything is like somehow related. In, I, maybe I just need to get more. <clears throat> but I'm like, ah, bedroom pants. Yeah, sexy time. And then what was the next thing he said? Uh, well, cologne. Cologne. Yeah, sexy time. Two blenders. Yeah, warm up for the sexy time. <laughs> like I don't know the whole thing just sort of uh, translated into that for me. What I got. So um, I got this like big oversized hammock. I got actually just a promise to buy like a fire pit type thing, and um, uh, that was. I got kinda... one of those too. Do you? No, no, not not a fire pit thing. I got a promise from my mother to buy me seat covers. Okay, yeah. So <laughs> I actually had in like under the tree a picture of the fire pit, but she wasn't sure which one to buy. And there's a couple hundred dollars, and it's so big. We were in New Jersey, and you couldn't like travel with it and stuff like that. So um um. Yeah, it looks like the idea is it's like the you know like you know how I said all your stuff led up to sexy time. Mine all leads to like family time. Like um, in my house, I really value the time I spend with like the rest of us, and um, it's part of why we have like no television. You know, we we talk, we have dinner, we do whatever. And the idea was that we could have like campfires. And this hammock isn't a regular hammock; it's big enough for like four people, and it holds four hundred pounds, which is I think about what our family weighs, <laughs> and. Uh, you know, you, you put all of us in there, and, and it, I don't know, it might be a, a cool way to spend a night. <clears throat> Not an entire night, but like, you know. Oh, look at this story. This right here is a Woody story. What do you got? A 99-year-old Italian man files for divorce from his 96-year-old wife over an affair she had 77 years ago. Wow. <laughs> 77 years ago? Let it go. No, dude, he's right, <laughs> slut. I, <laughs> all this time... <laughs> Holy no. man. I got a feeling that was a situation where, like, she admitted it to him, like, recently. Like, you know, back in the Cold War, you know, like, no, it would be like World War II if they're that old. It, you know, Jesus Christ. It was probably That'd like the a Korean way, War. He was probably <laughs> fighting in World War II when she slept with somebody else or something. Jesus. You I, know when you were up there fighting them crowds? <laughs> old Jimmy, the nurse's aide, we uh, got it on in the bathroom. I figured yeah, let you know before we died. <laughs> I, I don't know what to make of that. That it's you got to let that go, right? Yeah, I statute so of limitations, man. That's like here's on. the thing. I mean, like if you kill somebody and seventy-seven years later they found out, they couldn't convict you of it. There's no statute of limitations on murder. I'm pretty sure there is. Oh, oh never mind. Now let's think about the, uh, the 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 DB Cooper thing. Yeah, not on murder, but uh, like so. Like, here, the reality of this thing, right? On one hand, like, I, I never pass judgment on how people do that. Like, what do you really do when somebody cheats? You know, do you, do you throw away your whole life? Do you, do you just, like, like, I can see if you want to. You've got my approval. Now, I always tell my wife that's what I do. I tell her everyone deserves a second chance except you. <laughs> um, like, if somebody were to actually stray, do you, you know, you've got a whole life built together. In this case, you know, they've been together for, like, 77 years at least. That's... That's a lot of shared experiences, right? They're quite the partner. They've been together for forever. On the other hand, it's a kind of, I don't know, backstabbing kind of, you know, adultery. It's, it's, I, I can't think of any greater violation of trust. And uh, you know what I'm still thinking about? I'm still thinking about how Alzheimer's not fucking stricken this man to the point he wouldn't even understand if she confessed to him. <laughs> that man's got some brain power. 99 years old, and he still gets mad that his wife cheats on him. I mean, at 99, I'm hoping to be alive. Yeah, some people stay sharp. I mean, you know, yeah, 
throughout their entire life, sharp, regardless. If he wants to dump her, he's fine for me. You know, I, she, I like it like this. It was I a level that, of of backstabbing, a, a level of disloyalty that can't be matched by anything else I can think of. You know, I look at it this way: people make mistakes. When when you when if somebody cheats on you and you want to realize if you should leave them or not, look at all the all the facts of it. Did she cheat on you because she was drunk? Did she cheat on you because of this? Are she still seeing the guy and spending his money along with your money? Mm-hmm. If she's doing that, yeah, dump her ass. If it feels like a one-time thing, give her a second chance. If she have, does it again, kill her ass. I mean, but you don't dump a woman of 77 years for one time of cheating way back in the fucking coon's age. You can if you want to. You know, to I mean, me, if he wants to, he's good. If he doesn't want to, that's fine too, right? You know, what, like, what purpose of this, though? What's the purpose at ninety nine? I I don't know. Like it in my mind, if someone were to stray on me, my wife and I have never had a problem like this. But if if like if that would hypothetically happen, I don't know that I could get the visual out of my head. I don't know that I like every time I'm doing it. What I'd be imagining her right, in that experience well, with someone your else. Wife it, right now, Woody says she cheated on you when she first met her, like the month afterwards. Would you divorce her right now? I might. I might fuck that bitch, man. You know, like, oh, God. <laughs> whoa, whoa, simmer down. <laughs> yeah, was dude. Like, th- I wasn't sure we were gonna work out, and I was feeling a little bad and had a little wine. I'm jealous know? like that. Like I don't share, right? <laughs> this is a one v one thing, right? You know, like that's how we go, and everything else, like that. I'm perfectly loyal. She needs to be as well. That's the that's the deal we have here. Because I, I would have a hard time getting over it. I would have a hard time, I don't know, coping it. Like I said, the visual would run in my mind. It would replay. And it wouldn't go away soon. I could see a decade later me struggling with the notion that, that she was disloyal in, in the world's worst possible way. I, um, I'm not built for sharing. That, that's just how I'm, how I'm wound. So, uh, you know, when I hear that this guy, 77 years later, uh... Dude, he can do what he wants. He can certainly do what he wants. I feel like if I were in that position, I'd be like, depending on the story, like, like you know, you don't, we don't know the whole story, but I feel like I forgive you. Seventy-seven years ago, it's not like we're still having sex. I mean, it's you might let, be. Let, let me let me throw this out there. It's a little well, what's stopping him from just killing her? The law? What, what the fuck's he care about? The law? She's ninety-six, right? You could fake that. All you'd have even, to do is suffocate her for could, a little bit. He could kill her right in front of the nurse. What were they going to do? Throw him in the jailhouse? Yes, they are. It's murder. No, they went through a nightmare. Remember, remember man what they did to those up? fucking Nazi war criminals that were like in their 90s? Fuck them. They didn't care. They put them in jail. You get special privileges at 99. At 99? I mean, your, your How long is he going to be in jail? Six months? Yeah, seriously. <laughs> it's like, what's stopping him? Just fucking spam. Boom. Bitch. Cheat on that. You know? The shotgun blast might kill him over. All right, all right. Back oh. to the issue at hand. I got uh, I got some DVDs. I got um, I you know like I got. Is this the Oh, this is the, the, oh, is the Christmas tape? present. Yeah, that's what I got. For Christmas. I got I got a few DVDs. Like um, I got I got V for Vendetta, Office Space, uh, Dexter, seasons one through three. I think. Some winners. Um, oh, I still uh, need your. I still need uh, Woody's address. Well, for coming, it doesn't matter. Coming. It's yeah. Okay, I got book presents here. Yeah, I got I got a couple for you. I got one for each of you guys as well. And then I got uh, I got a fucking snuggie, man. And let me just say this: I've always seen the commercials for the snuggies, and I've been like, "What lazy motherfucker needs a blanket with, a bomb. with sleeves on it?" But seriously, it's it. You all right, first of all, the fabric is so thin; it's it's as thin as a t-shirt, but it's fuzzy. 
and I was out. I was out back on my porch a couple days ago. It was about forty degrees, raining, and the wind was blowing, and that thing was keeping me pretty fucking warm. And I was like in my underwear. Like snuggies are the bomb. But wait, you right? were wearing a snuggie outside, walking around. Well, not like in the rain. I, yeah, not That's no. I, my, my back porch is. I got like a big covered back porch. So, Whatever. Like, you know, you were at the range. Stuff. You know, you, you're like, <laughs> no. can I rent myself oh, I was... a 911, an MP5, and, uh, yeah, I don't have any pockets in this. Can you, can you help me here? <laughs> <laughs> got a fucking Care Bear Snuggie on. <laughs> has pockets. It's like, you know, it's basically like a hospital gown that's warm. So, yeah, I, I, I'm enjoying my Snuggie, and I got, a, I got a watch turner, which, for those of you who don't know, if you've got an automatic watch, they don't use batteries. They actually use the motion of you walking to, uh, to, to wind them. And I got a couple of them, so I got a watch winder, so it can. They're you know the the watches are always winding by themselves, which is pretty. I cool. was thinking about buying a watch the other day, then I realized I had a cell phone. Um, well, it's kind of like jewelry. Um, <laughs> mm-hmm. you know, it, it's more it, it it's as much jewelry as it is a timepiece. But re- regardless, I was shopping at Walmart, and my my like my limit was like fifty bucks. But <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I found a uh, website where they where they discount watches quite a bit. I got my cousin and uh, I think I think I got him an Invicta. It's like I don't know, it's like a five six hundred dollar watch. Yep. I got it for a couple hundred bucks. Man, I, know, I was playing I, Spec Ops in Modern Warfare Three, and uh, like in Spec Ops, as you kill people, you earn money and it goes up, and then you can buy like you know kill streaks and stuff like that. And I'm like, I'm kicking ass, man. I've got a lot of freaking money to this character, and I didn't want to spend it. And then I thought to myself. This is enough to buy one of Kyle's watches. Like, <laughs> I got like twelve grand in here. I could get I'm an FPS Kyle watch. I could get a McDuck watch. I'm such a tight wad. I got 130k on my Skyrim character, and I don't want to spend it. I'm like, I could buy a house, but do I really need that house? I got the house in White Run. I play Skyrim like it's Call of Duty or something. I'm always, you know, get to the next checkpoint. You know, do this, do this. I'm trying to push along. And missing out. Missing out on what? More people talking? No. Like you, you gotta. You get, have you even messed with the alchemy, or the enchantment, or the smithing? No. Like you're not gonna. You're not gonna beat Alduin without messing with smithing. He's gonna come on. You. Wait, Woody. Woody, step your smithing game up. <laughs> <laughs> you're going to junk that down to easy if you're gonna be Alduin in the game without any smithing. You gotta get to your step, smithing I'll, up. Scale. You know, so um, the feedback on my last live stream was that people wanted to see a little more dialogue. They wanted to see a little more of that. I heard you mention something about characters getting married. So I'm going yes. to look around a little bit more. I'm going to explore. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to sort of Minecraft it a little bit. Where the, you know, I'm going to change my approach next live stream. Marry a, marry a dude. You can. You can marry a dude if you want to. Ah, <laughs> yeah, you could. Uh, Fucking Kyle in the trannies. It never stops. <laughs> I'm just like, throwing it out there. I, I realized when playing Fable. You can marry, you can marry like, interspecies as well. So you can marry like, a dude cat. Now we're talking. Give me a cat man. Yeah. Somebody in the chat wrote, um, Woody, is your wife allowed to have sex with another woman since she did in the past? She's never had sex with another woman. This is exactly what happens in these comments. This is how rumors get started. Yeah. <laughs> what? What? This picture looks nothing like me. It's like, I don't have bad acne like this. Look at this trash. Look at this trash, guys. Um, Why don't y'all guys get pictures made of you like this? Somebody made... I know the exact picture you're talking about before you send it. What picture are you... Oh, oh is it in Skype? I just sent it. You know this is like a radio show, but all right, all right. You look somewhat like me, but that's not me. I knew that picture was going to... Yeah, I knew that was going to be that one. 
Oh, yeah, no, that's not you. I, I bathe regularly, and I have I have Harley Davidson glasses, not these cheap ass fucking gunmetal black knockoffs. What do you guys think about I, Kim Jong Il? I think that I think I have less hair than this picture has on his head than my, on my entire body. Uh, his, name bad, his name is Kim Jong. Got a life of the ill. There's um for people that want to know, there's a the gamer meme. I think he's a World of Warcraft player. He's he's kind of a big sloppy guy with acne and a beard and uh you can like go to a website and add text to it and somebody's saying that 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 looks like wings but um it's actually that i forget if anyone knows the name of that meme the the guy that's the gamer then put it in the chat for me that would help so everyone knows what we're talking about i i you know me being offended here i actually think i'm a well pretty good looking young man I mean, I have the fucking old man haircut, and I'm losing my hair, and I got gray beard, gray hairs in my beard. But you're selling me. I'm yep. better looking than this guy. <laughs> no, for sure. That that guy is um is, is yeah. You're you're much better looking than that, Joe. Yep, that's what, true. You guys want to talk about Kim Jong Il dying, and maybe the situation in North Korea? Dude, yeah, let me tell you something about that. I think we fucked up. We need to keep that motherfucker alive. His son looks twice as evil. <laughs> we going on looks alone. That looks alone. I'm like, I, I seen that motherfucker when they had that let the glass casket out, and he's over there shaking like the general's hands and stuff. I'm like, holy shit, we're gonna have a nuclear war. Yeah, my, I watched a documentary about uh, about North Korea. It's on Netflix. If you guys want to see it, it's very interesting. It follows a team of uh, well, an optometrist to North Korea, and he performs these cataract surgeries. Which, if you don't know, it's when you get a blurring of the lens in the eye. And it's very easily fixed. He literally does a thousand of them in ten days. You 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 cut the eye, you remove the lens, and you replace it with an artificial one. It's it's so easy, and it's it cures blindness for these people. And um, but it's such a huge problem there. And there's so like you, you really need to watch the documentary to get an to get a grasp of how fucked up things are over there and how brainwashed a lot of the people are. But can I briefly interrupt you? Absolutely, I'm done. Oh no no, we'll keep going. But um, the meme that the people are saying looks like wings is called Butthurt Dweller. So if you know the meme and you're in your car, then now you know what it looks like. Yeah. So, um, yeah, that's the problem with a lot of these despots. Like you know, the guys waiting in the wings are even worse than them. <laughs> but you know, I struggle here, right? Because it seems like everyone that the U.S. has a problem with is an absolute madman, and they're stupid, and they're crazy, and they're weird, and they have these crazy issues, and and it's it's bullshit, right? Like it turns out the people who lead entire countries are oftentimes not completely ridiculous and mad. And I want to draw their attention to Saddam Hussein, right? Saddam Hussein was our friend. He was our guy. And then he became, you know, uh, a bad guy. But at least he was our bad guy. He was under our thumb. He asked for our permission to uh, invade Kuwait. You know, this guy was under our control. And, you know, now it's like, oh, wait a minute. Did Saddam make Iraq the way it is, or did Iraq make Saddam the way he was? Because, yeah, he ruled Iraq with a, a pretty iron fist, but it turns out if you don't do that, then they all start killing each other. You know, it, yeah. you know his reign <clears throat> at least didn't have, like, Kurds and Shiites and, oh, it's, I'm blanking on the other one, that's Sunnis, uh, all killing each other constantly. They may not have got along, but, you know, they were mostly kind of at peace because if they weren't at peace, they had to deal with Saddam. And we looked at that from the outside and we're like, what a dick Saddam is, right? He's so mean to them. Well, now you're nice to him and, and it's, you know, always on the edge of civil war. Let's look at Kim Jong. 
You know, they say, oh, this guy is absolutely terrible. He spends all his money on guns and not enough on butter. For, for people that don't know, this, you know, when you run a government, you have this, do you invest internally or do you invest in military? Every dollar you put in military is something that you can't do for your country. On the other hand, how much better is North Korea treated because it has a nuke? North Korea's biggest export right now is like nuclear technology. Everyone who wants it, Iran is is Iran is paying North Korea for nuclear information and helping them get up and going. They created a little bit of an in- industry there. They're doing something that it's like, all right, do I think that he was a great leader? No, no. And I sound like I'm arguing for that case, but I'm not. On the other hand, I don't know that he was the complete jackass that they make him out to be. This madman who was addicted to whatever and tried to convince people he golfed in 18. I believe there is a certain method to his madness that, that as Americans, no. we just never hear that side of the story. This was a National Geographic docu- documentary. And it, documentary a and documentary. It was, oh, I pulled a Wings Redemption. Contagious, me, bitch. Go let on. It slide. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's, it's, trust me, it's, it's, it's not just... You know, like the U.S. is bending this guy into a light that's bad. It's known worldwide. This guy was fucking cuckoo for Cocoa Puffs. Like, out of his... Stalin. You, all you gotta do is look at him. The dude with the bouffant hair and the and the lifts and, and all the insane shit. You know, the, the propaganda and... Dude, they, now, they just call, imagine how good his parenting is and now his son's in power. 10% of the population died because of a famine that, that he created. There, there created a, or couldn't prevent? Or, you know, like... Created. He probably created? trying to get, trying to created. get like a, How do you create? No, he, a he purposefully starved them out. The, the whole generation is—they call it the stunted generation because I don't remember the exact numbers, but they're like six inches shorter and like forty pounds lighter than their uh, than their ten-year-old counterparts in in South Korea, and it's the same race and the same diet. It's seriously like 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 this guy was like like, and, I, and I'm with you like like Saddam Hussein probably wasn't quite as insane as we think he is, even with the gold toilets and you know the. The emerald cigarette ashtrays and stuff. You know, a lot but of times this... when when leaders spend money on themselves, you almost expect that, right? Like you, you want your president, right, and, or king or leader, whatever you want to call him for your country, to uh, you know look wealthy, to look wealthy, to look powerful, to look like, like you know if if your president stays in an apartment and drives a Chevy Cavalier, then you're like, yeah, my country sucks, you know. You, you almost expect them to be able to talk to other world leaders as if they're on an equal footing. And, and you don't want it to be so... You don't want them in poverty. I don't know. When, when union leaders... Not union leaders. When union members find out that their union leaders are well paid. Like, yeah, can you believe this guy's making $300,000 a year, your union leader? Union members say, yes, and I want that. I want my leadership to be making three hundred fifty grand a year in the same way that the CEOs are making lots of money a year, or half a million or whatever. You know, they want them to be on an equal footing and say, yes, I control the labor, you control the company, and you and I meet as equals. If your union leader made, I don't know, make up a bad number, you know, $18,000 a year, then you know, you'd feel like you're sending in the rookies to deal with these guys. So... Anyway. Yeah. But Kim Jong-il was like an out of his gourd, fucking crazy, loony, loony tunes. Seriously, that guy's out of like, Like, seriously. Like I said, wonder you know, what his kid, his parenting's like. You're insulting the world's best golfer here. Yeah, apparently so. <laughs> I love that. I love that. It was like his, and it was his first time, and then he retired. Like, it was like, it was something like five holes in one or something yeah. in a row. Like, I'm you told know. he played golf one time. Got like a 26 and then retired. 
Yeah, like like beat the world record I by like thirty strokes. <laughs> yeah, and, and he's like, I'm so good. Why would I even continue? But no, you if you, the poverty that those people live under and just the absolute what is military. what is their what is their main outport other than nukes rice? They don't. They've been cut off. The, the sanctions. No, you know the only people who do business with them are those are countries like China and and and, uh, and Iran and places like that. Probably Russia, maybe. But China's a huge country. I mean, you could live off of China's throwaway. <sighs> See, but they're they're crippled, dude. Even even China has has at times been like, no, nah, you're getting a little fucking crazy. Like like they're, they're just well, did, some of those. Here, here's here's the fear I've always had. Is um, Korea starts something with us and brings Russia in with it? Now we have like a standoff in Alaska. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know if Russia would. I don't know if anybody would back a Looney Tune like that. Like he's just so out of his mind. Like I mean, yeah. it, it, if like, shit happens, it happens at the beginning of a rain. So I, I felt like I mean, if if all of you know if if, if Europe had just. A coalition of countries had just went in as soon as the dude died. You could have almost li- liberated the place, but they're so brainwashed. I don't think you can. I think with them, you've almost got to start a propaganda campaign for five years. We were talking about this the other night because those people think that everyone in the world is out to get them, and that's not true. Like, like we don't hate North Korea. Like, we don't hate the people of North Korea. Like, I, I have nothing against them at all. But they, they literally feel like the entire world is like out to get them. You know, the children are singing songs about, you know, killing American dogs and like when they give the old woman her sight back, instead of thanking the doctor, she's like, Oh, thank you, great leader, thank you, great general. I'll work twice as hard in the salt mines now. You know, it's just complete brainwash. They got a brainwash like the Japs. The Japs uh, used to kill themselves instead of being captured by the Americans. That's that's more of a that, that's, no, no, that's, no, no, not not the honor thing, but like, they, like this one. For example, I can remember this one guy on Guadalcanal. They had, well, it might not have been Guadalcanal, might have been one of the other ones, but it, they had like a like a village on the actual thing, and they were they knew the island had been took over. So this guy killed every one of his family members, and he went to kill himself. He didn't have no bullets left, so he had to get captured by the Americans. He tried to save them from the Americans, you know, torturing, raping, and killing them. Then he yeah. gets there into the American camp, and he's fed. He has a yeah, he has a good meal. Yeah, yeah. and he like he ends up hanging himself like after the war because he killed his family. Yeah, that's how it is, man. This it's it it really is sad how, how brainwashed they are and how they don't have a decision. I mean, we have discussions here all the time where like you know we disagree on politics and and things, and we have that you know ability to to form our own opinions and and you know say whatever you want about our president our leaders whoever you can say your president's an asshole he's a dumbass you know as long as you don't threaten his life but there it's just so so i don't know so well, i want to do a crank I, I, call yeah hold who, up who level easy could you throw shoes at the new korean leader like you did <laughs> absolutely Bush? not you know there was a guy that, you know they're in iran they're going to put a guy to death for throwing his shoes at uh, at, at the leader of iran Oh man! I, I saw that news story a minute ago. I, I didn't think it was worth sharing, but the guy is be, going to be executed for throwing a shoe at. Uh, I can't pronounce the leader's name correctly, so I won't try off the top of my head. But it seems I, to I me that guy should have used a bullet head. instead. I mean, yeah. It, I mean, it, <laughs> did you throw a shoe at him? Come on, man! Step up your game. If you if you're going to put your life on the line, shoot the bitch. Exactly. Might as well go and kill him. <laughs> All right. So I have a Walmart 24 hour Walmart's phone number. And uh, anyone who wants to take this call can. If you're not down for it, I will. And um, 
you guys want to crank call a Walmart? What are we going to do? What are we going to do, Walmart? If it was me on the phone, I was going to call them and ask for White Boy 7th Street t-shirts. I, I can go along with that. That's kind of fun. <laughs> do you want to do it? Or do you... I, I kind of want you to do it. Uh, ask specifically for the Gypsy Cocksucker shirt. All right. Oh. He has a, I didn't even know he had a gypsy cock. Like a I don't know, but that seems like something he'd put up there. Oh, okay. okay. <laughs> Thank you for fence. calling Walmart. Santa Fe Walmart. Hi, can you transfer me to apparel? Men's apparel? Men's, boys. Men's. One second. Boys, Okay, uh, she's in lunch. How can I help you? I'm looking to see if you have the new White Boy 7th Street t-shirts in stock. The what? White Boy 7th Street t-shirts. He's the number one source for Call of Duty gaming videos. Okay, Start arguing with her and ask her how many subscribers she has. And then be like, find me somebody with at least a thousand subs. This quiet time is always rough on me. I feel like I should fill it with dancing or something. I can do a pull-up again. You want to see my Got Wood t-shirt? How many pull-ups can you do? I'm afraid to find out. Like, if I stop at six or something, I'll be embarrassed. I should do it privately. Yeah, probably so. <laughs> it's easier to do, you know, the, the backwards kind, where, you know, like, your palms are facing you. I can do a bunch of those, but, like, my hands forward, I, I probably couldn't do ten. I, I I can't with this bed over me. I can only grab forward. Like it's not a it's not a pull up bar. Oh yeah. Hey, oh, yeah, how can I help you? Hey, I'm looking to see if you have the new White Boy Seventh Street T shirts in stock. The White Boy what? White Boy Seventh Street. He's the number one source for Call of Duty videos. Oh um no, we only have um the what is it. We don't have any Call of Duty. We only have the Modern Warfare 3 one. That's it. That's it. That's the guy. Do you have his t-shirts? The White Boy 73 t-shirts? He's the number one source. Oh. We only had one of those t-shirts left. And have, I'm pretty oh, sure they pulled out already. Tell me, is it the Gypsy Cocksucker t-shirt? No, it's just a black one that had like a guy holding a gun. Oh. Do you have, do you have any other t-shirts with a goat? He's the greatest of all time. A goat, no. You have no goat t-shirts whatsoever? No. I don't think you realize how big a deal he is. You know he has a million subscribers on YouTube. Okay. So can Walmart start stocking the White Boy 7th Street t-shirt line? Um, That's not up to us. I don't know. <sighs> can I talk to your manager? Yeah, I'll talk Thanks. Managed to get like a Valley Girl Walmart employee. <laughs> uh, that's not up. Uh, <laughs> that bitch has an IQ of forty. 
so quiet. I know, so silent. Even my house got quiet. I feel like the other people here are listening. The audio just changed. Yeah. Uh, are we waiting on Walmart still? So? <laughs> <laughs> what did Wings say? Are we waiting on Walmart still? Yes. Like we, you get an idea of how loud Wings' mic is when he turns it. He's like... <laughs> <laughs> I know, I know. It was all quiet. And then Wings unmutes and it's... <laughs> Here, is that better? No, it sounds like you're laying a pound. <laughs> Yeah, Zoe's unhappy. That mic is so loud. Bitch is incompetent. Walmart employees suck. I'm sorry, but <clears throat> customer service at Walmart leaves much to be desired. I, I just picture a woman going through there wondering where the hell White War 7th Street shirts would be. Why do people want us to get Ken Burton on the podcast for? I don't uh, know. Wouldn't he be asleep? It's, it's like 4 a.m. Oh, yeah, for sure. He's it's definitely three, asleep. 5 a.m.? I don't know. It's 3. It's 3 there. Yeah, it's 3. You're right. We should probably get him on the show eventually. He'd be a good guest. I've never spoken to him. Well, he seems like he'd be a good guest. Let me go and put that out there. Yeah. Yeah. I like his voice. <sighs> All right, well, maybe we should just give up on this one. I, I don't know. The manager's coming. Should I try I, to convince him to carry the White Boy 7th Street line of t-shirts? I don't know if the manager's ever coming. I'm pretty sure she just put the mic down. And <laughs> she's watching the show. Yeah, she's watching the show. Somebody asked you to lick your microphone. We've we got some weird viewers tonight. I just touched my tongue to my nose. Hey, Brian, speaking. Can I help you? hey how are you? Um, I'm looking Good. to see if you can carry the White Boy 7th Street line of t-shirts. He's the number one... Um, Call of Duty source for, for Modern Warfare videos. I'm sorry. I'm sorry, say that again? So White Boy 7th Street, he's the number one source for Call of Duty videos in the world, and he has a t-shirt uh-huh. line. And I called to see if you had it in stock, but she told me that, that you didn't have any White Boy t-shirts. I'm wondering if, yeah. if you can get that going. Uh, do you, we'd have to know like the supplier name or anything or something like that. We don't, it's, you know, everything is brought in by, and brought in by buyers and suppliers and unless you have that kind of information i wouldn't i wouldn't know oh i'm all set he works with spreadshirt.com they create his uh Uh, his t-shirts and he'd be i'm uh, sure they'd be happy to supply him to walmart because i need a direct source i want to go there i want to get my hands on these t-shirts i want to touch them i want to smell them i want to rub them on my face and i want to buy some um some t-shirts he has awesome lines he has uh, there's some that just say white boy seven street but he has other stuff like a goat because he's the greatest of all time undoubtedly he has um Uh, gypsy cocksucker t-shirts which they would just fly off the shelves so what does it take to get something like that set up with walmart you'd probably want to start in our regional office that's actually located out of uh, the pico rivera store and just that you'd call them and just ask for the regional office it's closed now obviously and i don't know how much luck you'd have tomorrow but Mm -hmm. uh maybe you can call on monday do you have any other t-shirts with like goats on them or gypsies that maybe could i could use to hold me over no, nah, nothing like that. Hmm. Pretty uh, standard fare. <laughs> okay. Well, thank you for your time. Uh-huh. 